Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts Podcast. Yo, 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 what is going on? This is DJ Brainstorm on the mic with you right now, coming to you live and direct with episode 235 of the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts Podcast. The DMST boys are back. Want to thank everybody that is tuning in on Facebook Live right now and everybody that will be tuning in throughout the week on Hello, SoundCloud, people. on Apple yes, Podcasts, yes, yes. on Stitcher, on the TuneIn Radio app, on Wooshka. Wooshka. <laughs> Don't forget that Spotify and that iHeart. Mm-hmm. Anywhere, wherever, however you get your podcast, we want to thank y'all for tuning in this week. Playboy, how you feeling? Feeling good, man. Feeling great. Playboy the DJ. Playboy D-A-D-J. Uh, another week, another show, ready to get it in as usual. Let's get it, man. That's right. Dev, how you feeling? You know what? I'm feeling back. I'm good. I'm feeling back to normal. Because you was a wreck last I week. I was a wreck. I've been a wreck for about a month over the Browns and in the season. <laughs> so the fact that we're not playing no more, man, it hurts a little bit, but my life is back to normal. So we we got up here. I swear to God, we got up here like four and it was just like, you know what I mean? Because I wasn't, yeah. you know, stressed about that, but I'm good. All Very right. Good. All right, so we also have a, a guest this week. Oh, everybody that, a very that is, special that is, guest. Uh, special guest, everybody that is tuned in on Facebook and see the, the, the guest that's here. Uh, we got host of the Happy Hour with Steve Guy, mm-hmm. comedian Steve. Uh, I, I, I didn't even ask how you wanted to be referred to on the show. I usually <laughs> like to do that beforehand. <laughs> how would you like to be referred to on the show? Boy, this show is really prepared. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember my first podcast. No, uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's good. That's good. Just Happy Steve Hour Guy. Steve. Steve. Steve, Steve, Steve guy, what well, doesn't matter. Welcome Steve to the show, everybody, man. How, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing, I'm doing great. This is, you know, I don't care what you say. Dev, so Devin and I used to work together, mm-hmm. and the thing is, like, I still call him Big because everybody made fun of us because we only kind of liked each other in the office, and they called us Robin Rob Big. Big. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm so I'm like, am I gonna get called Rob or am I gonna be Steve guy on this show? Doesn't matter. Call me whatever, man. So we good to go, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's good to have you here this week. I'll tell you, the first thing I thought when you walked through the door, we was watching the playoff game, and we're all critiquing the game. And then uh, and then you said something about the game. I'm like, this guy has a radio voice. That's the mm. first thing I thought. Yeah. Now he sounds like a white guy. And they're like, this guy sounds like, <laughs> this guy sounds like a radio guy. Right. How did you develop your radio voice? I was born. <laughs> uh, then you, you learn how to talk, and yeah. then you talk. Okay. Learn how to talk. <laughs> Eventually, my balls drop, and, uh, and here we are. You know what I mean? Uh, Bet. I that's, feel it. That's it. You know, I so I work with a wrestling promotion, and I re-announce for them, and uh, we we do like after parties and stuff. And everybody's like acting a bunch of fools at, at this after party once we're trying to leave. And I start yelling at everybody. And one of the wrestlers is like, I like that you just use your podcast voice to talk to us. Like, no, this is my, this voice. my voice, dude. I can attest. This is Steve's voice, man. That's what I love to make. That's what's up, man. That's funny, man. Hey, let's give a quick shout out to Joe, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, this is the first time. Uh, so anybody that's watched the podcast since we've been doing video, mm-hmm. um, this is episode 235. You don't I, see something sitting next to Brainstorm I have, today. I have personally recorded 234 <laughs> of these shows. <laughs> right. uh, so this is the first time I'm not sitting with my laptop next to me. We have mm-hmm. Joe that's up here with us now. He's going to be, we're trying to uh, move forward a little bit. So Joe is going to be doing recording our audio for us. Um, you will hear him at different points on the show uh, mm-hmm. throughout the next couple of weeks and things well, as, as we're moving forward and things like that. So uh, we want to thank Joe, the Bruisery podcast. He has his own pod also as well. 
I'm out here in Cleveland. I know him from our, my days back in B-Dub. So mm. want to shout Joe out, man. Uh, and thank you for uh, for uh, sitting down with us and doing this for us. Yeah. Appreciate it, gentlemen. <laughs> we, all, we, all, we all good in here, you know. Uh, hey, we, 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 we're going we to go with Bruce, you know what I'm saying? Like, so. Bruce? Bruce. All right, we're going with Bruce. We're going with Bruce. That's how the guys know me. But hey, I appreciate y'all. We're going to make this shake and I'm going to get off this mic. So go ahead and start your thing. All right, thank you. So, all right. Playboy, how was your week? Week was cool, man. Uh, the usual, nothing major. I got a very boring life. I just do. I, don't, I don't think so. This is the thing about Playboy. We got to bring things. a lot of shit, but he's Playboy. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Unless you gave yourself that name, you sound more exciting. I feel like you know, and that's the thing. I he didn't. I, I didn't. It's a lifestyle. It, it was, you know. It's a journey, you know what I'm saying? But no, my, he did my, this a couple months ago. He was like, I had nothing this week. And he was like, oh, halfway through the show, he's like, yeah, so I picked up a woman at three o'clock in the morning on 30th, 30th. the other day. Whoa! <laughs> they had a whole 20-minute story to go with it. Thought you didn't know. I'm like, no, no, man. We was cool, man. I don't, I don't really get too much, man. I just, you know, you know. Let me let me tell you something about Playboy, too. Something else about Playboy. Playboy is the king of disappear. So mm-hmm. I'm out DJing last night. I'm out, I'm out with Big Bro. Mm-hmm. I'm out with DJ Pooh. We had a spot. Playboy pulls up, and he's chilling for about 10 minutes. He's like, okay. Hey, I, I got my little bottle in the car. I'm going to go get my bottle real quick. I'll be right back. I'm like, this dude ain't coming back. <laughs> 20 minutes later, Pooh like, where James go? I'm like, I'm like you, dude, you thought he was coming back. Like, that's how he disappears. Hey, I'm going to go get this real quick. And he's like, no, nah. No, he's gone. No wonder you looked at me the way you did. Nah, he's like, gone. yeah, right. Like, like, hey, look, I'm gonna grab this bottle. I'll be right back. And he was like, mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, man. So, uh, Dan, how was your week? You know what? I had an all right week, man. Um, you know, it was cool. I mean, I don't want to get into. I ain't gonna get into to whatever stuff. So, but we, I had a good week. Mm-hmm. The, the the missus was also off. She, you know, she was, you know, um, spent some time together this week. Kind of, how can I put this, man? I'm trying to be nice. I want I don't want the locks to be changed to the door when I go home. Fuck, I, you, I love her. Okay, damn. <laughs> Steve, did you meet Leah when we worked? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you might have been there. Well, she came. She came to Enterprise one day and cussed me out on uh, on a Saturday. And I'm like, I'm at work. But anyway, uh, um, so no, you she, get in this car, no. <laughs> she, 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 she had some. Um, she went to the. It was nothing crazy. Some non-invasive stuff. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But she had uh, had some, some. Some. I've been nursing to help nurse her back to health. That's what's she, good. She. she good but this was her first time having some stuff you know having a doctor you know put a scalp on her body anywhere Mm -hmm. and so you know what I mean I think I think like minor surgery is a shock to humans you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. like it's not something to I don't know how many of y'all that had it I've had a couple surgeries I've had three I've had nine. <laughs> so, from, so from like the, the, the tube they put down your throat to breathe. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like she, she was like, my throat hurts. It's I need to take some hurt. medicine. Ain't it's no medicine do. to take. Yeah, ain't nothing you can do. Right. Ain't nothing you can do. She was like, well, when my throat starts feeling better, I'll be okay. Well, I'm gonna just let you know your throat's not gonna feel better for three or four days. You know what I'm saying? You so don't feel it. I just, she is one of the strongest women I know. Okay, so when she has her moments of being, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, where she needs a little, you know, I, I, it's okay. It's all right. But TLC. that surgery thing, that surgery thing ain't no joke, man. Ain't no mm-hmm. joke. But so I spent a lot of time, you know, you know, assisting, helping her out, doing stuff, man. Luckily, I was off um, first couple of days of the week. Martin Luther King, and then the second day, I was off on Tuesday. So. Yeah, Martin Luther King, too. 
Yeah, from, yeah, I took it. I took it extra day. Because y'all killed my man. Because the dream is still alive. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a dream deferred, goddammit. So my off day is So she did she did good, man. She uh she 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 dealt with it like a soldier, but I just feel like it ain't no joke when they when they. I don't care if they cutting open a pinky finger. If they got to put you under, that it's ain't no joke, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so just the recovery. You know how the the, the anesthesia does your stomach. Like it, it, it's a it's a monster. Yeah, bro. it's a yeah. lot. Yeah, it's yeah. not just the like the ailment that you got fixed mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. It's like fourth or fifth on the totem pole. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't forget. I got, I had got surgery in high school before my um. I had to get I had a synovial cyst or whatever. Like it came up in between the bones of my foot. So they had to like go and repair it and sew it up. And I had surgery, came home. I was downstairs in the basement. I had my crutches or whatever. I'll never forget it. My crutches, my stomach hurt so bad. I didn't have time enough to get my crutches. Uh-oh. He go, you going to go up? If, you good, man? Oh, you trying to adjust the camera. <laughs> you know what we got to get used to? Yeah, yeah, yeah We, we got to get used to somebody, somebody else being taking, taking. Um, Charge? Yeah, and taking. Ownership. Yeah. Our, we used to. We, yeah. We're going to have to really, we're going to have to delete our hands from what's going on and yeah. just talk like about the, the shit that's going on. Technical stuff. Yeah. yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> so, but me. no, I, my, 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 my crutches were a little bit out of reach or I was just de- disoriented because I didn't expect my stomach to feel the way it felt. Mm-hmm. My, my room was in the basement in high school and I'm sitting on the edge of the bed watching TV and my stomach made a noise I never heard before. It was like <laughs> and so the bathroom was like smack dab across from my bed was in the basement and I never forget I, I crawled over and you know I had to uh, you know it's like the same East Cleveland Earl, you know what I mean? Okay. I, you know, I don't want to. Yeah, I haven't heard that one in a while. In a long yeah. time. So, but I just, rem- I just remember that feeling. After that, I was okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But at that point, I don't even remember if I like crawled over. I didn't care about how my foot felt. I didn't care about nothing. All I knew was that, like that anesthesia had my stomach feeling horrible. So, but anyway, yeah. man, she's she doing good. She's doing all right. But that was pretty much my week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then watching the calves busting that ass yeah, a couple but times this week. That, 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 yeah. that was about it. All right. Steve, how was your week? Uh, I guess not that eventful. I don't know. <laughs> you went from this person saying, my, my knife ain't nothing to him. <laughs> yeah. Play a nurse over heart surgery. No, what you had? I, you know, like, I I have so much going on constantly that I always feel like my my week to me is very subpar. Like, mm-hmm. there's not a lot happening. But then right. when I, like, say it out loud to people, it's like, you did a ton of shit this week. Like, yeah, I did. But, you know, like started filming this show that we're doing I was telling you about for mm-hmm. uh, Cleveland Comedy Festival I, of course did my podcast which like there's two of them and mm-hmm. it's, that's whatever and you know it was fine I did a did a birthday party last night mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. a friend of mine very low key and uh, it was cool I liked seeing her and her dude and their new house and it was only like I don't know eight ten people there mm-hmm. but she has this dog that mm-hmm. I am in love with <laughs> She's a golden doodle, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen this dog in two years. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, I might cry when I hold your dog. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird for a grown man to say. Yeah, I realize that. It is that. what it is, man. But like, you know when people, when people like find their person, and they're like, yeah, like mm-hmm. this is it. I feel it. And you just they feel so connected with that other human. Mm-hmm. But for me, that person is a dog. <laughs> like that's, right. That's it, and that's and then so you found your you found your dog you found your dog connection. Yeah, I was so happy. Like I've had dogs growing up and all as a kid, but this is not my dog, and she's mm. my favorite dog. Mm. Yeah. So like 
I did live with her briefly. Okay. Uh, we were roommates, and I had this dog in my house for like six months. And uh, my friend would get pissed because the dog would sleep with me. <laughs> and then, and then she'd try to like come in the room to see what was up, or like try to grab the dog. Like, come on, Penny, come to come to my bed. And she'd growl at her. And it's like, this dog's never growled at me. I'm like, well, bitch, get out of my room. I don't know what to tell you. She knows. Oh, shit, man. She knows what's up. Okay. Brent, so how was your week, man? Yeah. Actually, the week was pretty good. Started the new position this week, so mm. I've been chilling a lot at home. Um, not a lot of work going all day. <laughs> so 2021-ass response yeah. to getting a new job. How was, was this week? Got a new job, spent a lot of time at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, go hand in hand. Just hanging out at home. Yeah, I'm just, I just- <laughs> On the they, couch, they, uh, Yeah, I I don't have a, I don't have a, um, a dining room table anymore because I set up the whole setup there. So I got a couple monitors and stuff in the laptop and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I never ate at the table anyway yeah so i set it all up there because my my computer desk it's too small for all the monitors and stuff but they said they're easing us in you know so we didn't do a lot this week i mean it was just if i wasn't on a meeting online i was kind of just reading through some stuff or chilling got a lot of school work done mm-hmm. um like i told y'all dj last night um got up I, w- I was in the mood for some sweets today you want to take this one you can take this one. Okay, so we're sitting there. We're talking to Bruce, right? <laughs> usually. It's the first time I've ever experienced this in life. Listen, ever in life, because usually Brainstorm is like the most meticulous person I know, right? So yeah. if we're going to be somewhere at four, Brainstorm is there maybe 340. You know what I mean? He's there. You think you early. He's like, fuck. Hey, man, what's up? He already here. Right. So like 415, 420, like, damn. I got he's running behind or whatever. It's unlike him. Ooh, who cares? So we're sitting there talking or whatever. He walks in. You know what he was doing? <laughs> he was baking cookies. He had two Ziploc bags of chocolate chip cookies. And you know, we're, like you said, with the dog, we're men. So we like, are they weed cookies? Like, are you trying to, what's going on? Like, are you, are you trying to get us hot? He said, nah, just bake some cookies. What the game? He just gave us both six cookies. And I'm, I'm even numbers. I'm an even numbers person. But uh, anyway, bags of cookies. what happened. So, <clears throat> I've never got a bag of cookies from a man I've before never had my life. I think, as a brother, I love this guy. I mean, I, I can express on the podcast. I, you so, gave me cookies. I love you, bro. So like, let, me explain, uh, let me explain it. So I've been saying for like the last week or two weeks. I've been like, yo, like I've been almost every night. I'm like, yo, I really want something sweet because I don't eat. I don't eat a lot of sweets. Like I got to be in the mood. And so yo, I want something sweet. You got to say it like that. Yeah. <laughs> yo, I want something sweet. <laughs> so I'll um, talk about it. What you mean? So, uh, so, so sweet. So I have bought Where's my apron in this. I have bought some um, chocolate chips. Like maybe chip. hold the fuck up. Those are homemade cookies. Those, yeah. those are homemade. I told you he was what baking. You I thought, I thought just, you just said that he was. He said I baking. thought he picked off the, no, the, no, the rectangle Nestle. No, I made them shits. <laughs> <laughs> I made them shits. So, the, the cookies are fucking immaculate. I thought there was Nestle. So this toys. is what happens. I was. I've been saying for like the last couple of weeks, like almost every night, my, I'm on the phone with my girl. I'm like, yo, I really want something sweet. And I, I, and I was sitting there today. I started watching Wonder Woman at like tw- the movie at twelve. So you watch Wonder Woman and bake cookies in the right store. You got a lot to explain. Twenty twenty one feminism. Hey. He coming out as a feminist today, brother. So uh, so I was like, yo, I really want some cookies. I was like, fuck it. I stopped the movie. I went in the kitchen. Excuse me. I just used the recipe on the back of the bag. I just. And it was like it said it makes four and a half dozen. Just and, and I got done. It was like thirty you plus make cookies. cookies. <laughs> I was like, yo, I gotta dozen? give some of these shits away. So I, I took you got some a big sale this week. <laughs> 
you ever made 60 cookies? So I brought some for y'all. I took some to my parents and I got the rest at home right the, now. The way he walked in. He with walked the, in like this. It was in two bags. He was like. I got your cookies. <laughs> he walked in like your boy would walk in. Well, you know, I didn't drink it, but my, you know, my boys in college, they walk in with the liquor, like, ah, <laughs> got the liquor. He walked in with the bags of cookies, held them up. That's why I thought, like, play with like, I guess we eating weed cookies today. I didn't know what was going on. I like, I like that he was like, yo, I've been on the phone with my girl all this week and I just keep being like, I want something sweet. How pissed is she going to be to find out it was cookies? She's like, she's like, mm. she's like, well, I can't really come this weekend to come visit. Ah, who cares? It's, like, mm, mm. it's not you, sweetheart. I was talking about that Nestle. Yeah. Oh, man. The, he the, gonna, he gonna eat it this weekend. No, no. So, yeah, they not just, you, sweetheart. So, them chocolate chips just been sitting in the kitchen for like a month or so and I just the, like, I was just like, fuck it. I got up and made them. I got to put my hand to God. The fact that you made those, it really like, hard, the recipe, though. the cookies are, ma- like. Did you get, you got, so you had like, was it the pre-rolled up dough? Nah, scratch. You made all the dough. Yeah, yeah, scratch. Yeah, the cookie dough. This yeah. is amazing. Yeah, that's fantastic. Where's well, the bowl you started? I'm not going to make one of you. That's great. Yeah, yeah. 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 I got a no, big ass bowl. Okay, I got, I got it now. This, okay. this is the true quest. This is the true test. Uh-huh. Yeah. Was you licking your fingers when yeah. you got finished? Yeah. No, because it's- You licked the spoon, then. No, see, I used to like doing that, but you know, the egg and stuff that go in there is raw. The flour is raw, so I I, truthfully don't do it anymore. This is amazing, a, a, a chef out here. Okay, what you got? A uh, KitchenAid with the <laughs> no? I, I got the hand one that you just turn on or whatever. I don't have one of the big ones that oh, you just okay. kind of hit the button and it yeah, like the does bowl it on goes with it. And yeah, <laughs> but I do got a big mitzen bowl, like a big glass. So you, got the, bowl. you got the hand one, so you're holding the bowl yeah. and doing it. Yeah. I'm not mad at you. I thank you. I'm gonna give you one of them cookies. The cookies are amazing. I got to taste them now because. You didn't eat none? No, no, no I'm going to I still I, 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 I felt disrespected because, because Playboy didn't eat one right away. They that good, I might steal his bag of cookies. Let me speak that right now. If Playboy doesn't want his cookies, I will take the cookies. Yeah. He's like, we get, we get, we'll wait till after. We'll wait. Mm. Bruce said, you want me to go get them? Yeah, no, 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 no. We should all eat a cookie on air. That's what we should do. They right, right there now. in that bag. They really are They're in that bag. black bag right oh, there. Oh, hold on. We are all about to partake in the cookie. What, are this, what is this bag? They're in like a... That's my man bag, by the way. That's what we got, man and shit. What is good? That's, like, that's like a travel bag. Like you travel, you throw yeah. your toothbrush, I keep and your all my shit in there. That shit in there. Yeah. I, I keep all my essentials. And so I'm like, what are we doing with the cookies in there? Oh, they're already soft. Yeah. 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 They, they didn't even harden over time. No, I don't, I don't, I don't like I don't like when cookies get hard. I don't like microwaves so people don't hear me chew. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, but uh, but yeah, so that was pretty much that was it. That man, was the week and the Sunday. Good as hell, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you can buy the store bought ones, but to me, it's something more authentic about having the actual homemade. Like the store bought ones, taste like I was telling my girl earlier. It's like processed sweetness. It's almost too sweet. But this is like a good. Like I ate like three of them earlier. I'm like, man, let me take some of these to the studio because I, like I said, I dropped some up from my parents' house and I brought some up for y'all. I'll tell you what, these are uh, these are perfect milk dipping cookies. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. That's, well, thank y'all, thank y'all. And, I, I'm, I, and I, I'm dead ass on a whim. I was just like, you know what? Let me just go in here and make some cookies real quick. I'll never forget the look on his face when he walked in holding them two bags of cookies up, man. <laughs> and had you ever made them before? <laughs> I, haven't made, I haven't made chocolate chip cookies since I was a teenager. I didn't even know this damn got baked. And, okay. I, and, I, and I'll be 40 in two weeks. Mm, I ain't made wow. cookies since I was a teenager. So the next one I'm gonna do is some peanut butter cookies. Cause I've been wanting some of those. Those are some of the easiest ones to make in life, to be honest. Peanut butter cookies. Oh, man, but it's amazing. been years since I had some. Anyway. What about can you do that? Can you do the M and M's in the? Cookies? <laughs> I the can. I, I could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being honest. I'm gonna do the same thing. 
<laughs> they stay soft. This is amazing. Yeah, that's what's so great. Like Carlisha asked, could you mail her some? She'll, in the chat, they're asking for mail. She'll be here in a couple weeks. She'll be here in a couple weeks. I'm uh, definitely bringing some home. Don't worry. I'm bringing some cookies to the house. Um, all right. So, so what we got going on let's talk, this week? Yeah, let's talk about let's let's, let's get into some Steve stuff. Oh yeah, let's man. get into some Steve. I'm sorry. I so mean, it's so, all right. You, you good? You good? <laughs> he just enjoying the cookie right now. I'm good. I'm good like, to go. He got some tequila and the cookie. It's like yo, that's like <laughs> yeah. that's like podcast winner right there. Um, I'm drinking Dwayne the Rock Johnson's tequila. Um, cookie. Happy hour with Steve, guy. Is it's the podcast I've I've checked out. I know you said you have a second one now. Yeah, but that's the podcast that I've checked out. Uh, which, is, which is pretty good. I see you sitting down with, with some movers and shakers in the city of Cleveland. I see you. I mean, I've uh, I listened to part of the one you did with Rick Onia. Um, I listened to a, a lot of the one you did with Lauren Brill, uh, who she was to be a news anchor here in Cleveland. She does mm-hmm. this thing called The Unsealed. She's living down in, uh, I think, Miami, right outside Miami now. Yep. Uh, so I support that project with her, The Unsealed. Um, so it's, it's so it's really dope what you're doing. How did you start to how did that concept come up where it was like, OK, I'm going to do this 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 show and 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 where did that start with you so this is really a thing that i did um like 10 years ago i tried to create a late night talk show concept for cleveland and the whole idea was i've always been stubborn i've had so many people be like why don't you move like go to new york go to la in terms of comedy and like i get that i could have honestly i I think about this and i i know that i could have made it in one of those places by now because i've been doing comedy for like 11 years or something and early on it's on and off but I got stubborn along the way and I was like I don't want to just like make it one of those places like I want to make it from and in Mm. Cleveland Mm. right but then I don't want to just do that for me I want to bring everybody else along with me so that instead of always losing incredible talent to one of these major cities, yeah. mm-hmm. it all comes here. People start flocking here because mm-hmm. it's a great place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, we love it. Everybody who is here, people who move here all the time, love mm-hmm. it, and they get stuck here. Mm-hmm. And you know, they say they get stuck here, but they don't. They're, they're here. They raise a the family here. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. We got Larry Nance Jr. on the Cavs because Larry Nance. <laughs> right, one hundred percent. Yeah, and and that dude like balls out for mm-hmm. Cleveland like mm-hmm. he loves Cleveland right. mm-hmm. and I'm like why can't we do all this other stuff so like years ago I started doing it and I'm like all right this show is is uh man that's gonna make me sound so cheesy because I'm gonna <laughs> I was gonna say it's like Fubu for us by us, you know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's for Cleveland by Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it is, though, you know. Like mm-hmm. so, it, it's anybody doing something really cool or awesome that's from the area mm-hmm. or doing something awesome in the area. Any tie mm-hmm. is like, all right, here we go. But then I also created this talk show vibe because the idea was there's so much good talent here in terms of comedy and music mm-hmm. that it's like. Well, let's give them an opportunity to perform mm-hmm. on the video portion of this show, this variety show, this talk show. And I mean, I'm not reinventing the wheel with mm-hmm. any of that. And then it sat dormant for a long time because, honestly, some people helping me out got a little greedy. And uh, there was, like, caught some word that some local TV stations were maybe interested. And they were like, oh, so uh, you guys, can we get some paid some money for this? I'm like, no, no, they're interested. We're not, we're not on TV, you <laughs> idiot. You know what I mean? Like, right. it, like no, it, the way it worked, it wasn't going to work out. So I'm like, all right, we're done with this. And then uh, a buddy of mine had one, he started a production company. It's like, dude, you did this thing. What do you think? And you still doing it? And I was like, yeah, man, let's, let's bring this back. Because I, I also took over running the Cleveland Comedy Festival. And my big thing that I've been working on for the last uh, year plus with that is building up 
more than just live stand-up comedy for people to go watch. And we've created essentially a podcast network. And there's only four podcasts. But we're working on building more. And, and we're working on original series and stuff for YouTube. So I'm like, well, let's do this launching pad. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you bet on yourself, right? That's And that's what it comes down to. And, and it just... I have all these connections. Almost everybody that's been on this happy hour show, I somehow have a connected connection to, or at the very least, uh, my producer does. So like we work to get that cast, but uh, like Lauren Broyle, I've known for years and she's great. The Unsealed is an amazing thing that she's mm-hmm. uh, she's doing down there. Uh, so it's just cool. You know, you, you lead off happy hour with, uh, Micah Hyde, shout out mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills, baby, in the <laughs> AFC Championship right now. Mm-hmm. And he's a friend of mine. So I'm like, dude, will you be my first guest? He's like, yeah. He's like, nobody's going to listen, but all right. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Pro Bowl defensive back. Like, Appreciate it. You know, so we just, just roll. And I, I just knew that I could create cool conversations that people would uh, enjoy. I love this. I Actually, I love the setup. I love the concept. I love conceptual things, man. And it's, you know what I mean? I mean, you go to the bar, you tend to sit and chit chat with the bartender about, yeah. you know, shit that you shouldn't be talking mm-hmm. to the bartender mm-hmm. about. Well, and it brings awareness to like stuff that people are doing and different things. Like one of the most important episodes that we did was uh, the Grog Shop episode. Mm-hmm. We went to the Grog mm-hmm. Shop and uh, talked to Kathy Blackman, the owner, and at a time where all these independent music video, uh, venues, all these independent music venues are really struggling. Mm-hmm. And so to have her on and be that voice and Tell all people like, hey, this sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in trouble. And that's a mm-hmm. spot that people have loved for years. Yeah. No matter like what music you love or even they have comedy acts there, mm-hmm. man, that shit happens at the mm-hmm. grog shop. Mm-hmm. And it was in danger of dying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Larry Nance, shout out to Larry Nance who who bigged them up first game of the calf season. He, he doing the thing with the shirts. Yeah. Uh, that's his thing this year. He's doing the thing like like that was his first shirt this and year. stuff like that. Yeah, he's Mm-hmm. To bring more awareness to yeah. them so that people can see it and, you know, hopefully kind of support them a little bit more and stuff like that. Um, so it's obvious to you that the that city in Cleveland means a lot to you the same way it is to us. Mm-hmm. Um, not just for us with Cleveland, but for us, it's also just East Cleveland, too. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, just, you know, with even what we're doing with our with our nonprofit, you know, we want to mm-hmm. um, try to give back to the kids in the city and help out with scholarships and things like that. Like, But but for us, it's really developing those relationships within the city. And kind of, and like you said, we kind of can grow together. We were just having conversations mm-hmm. pre-show yep. about some of the people that we're trying to get on uh, coming up sooner, uh, even linking up with, with Brew right now um, and doing things like this, how we just want to start linking more so in the city. Because when we first started, we were linking so much with people in different states, which yeah. is cool to grow things. Mm. But at some point, you got to actually focus on the people that's here too, because you can do so much in your city. And like, yeah. we can do small things that can have a big impact. I mean- Look, you had him on the show. Rick Onya was just passing out. I mean, he's done a lot of things with Rake, but yeah, I mean, at one part of it, you know, when he when he passed out the sandwiches to the homeless and things like that, that was a smaller scale thing that it started on. Now he'll mm-hmm. before COVID, you know, he'll put it out there. Are right, we going to be doing this on Sunday? Mm-hmm. And thousands of people show up to make sandwiches, mm-hmm. you know, or hundreds, I should say, to make sandwiches, and they'll make thousands of sandwiches, mm-hmm. and yeah, then take them lunch and, bag. yeah, hashtag yeah. lunchbag, and then yeah. they'll take them and pass them up to people. Mm-hmm. It's stuff like that when you start making those relationships with people mm-hmm. that you know stuff like those things kind of happen yeah. to me. Yeah. yeah, you know, my favorite thing that Rick actually did um, was in the fall, I guess, or, or late summer, was when he went around and uh, it was after he had done my show, so we didn't get to talk about it. But he was helping people register to vote. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, man, that's huge because there are a lot of people, you know, everybody thinks because we have cell phones and we have all this stuff, the internet's right at our fingertips. Like, oh, it's so easy to register to vote. Do it. Like, no, a lot of people still don't have the mm-hmm. internet yeah. and don't have a cell phone that has the internet and, and don't necessarily realize they can go to the library to then do it and get mm-hmm. registered. And dude took his cell phone or, or an iPad or whatever and went to people. All right, hey, we're going to go to this website. Register yourself. Bam, now you can go vote on this day. Mm-hmm. Like, dope, man. great. That's it's awesome. It's dope. That, that's something that was missing. Mm-hmm. And as much as I, you know, there's always going to be those small things that I think a lot of us, yeah. as much as I feel like I try to do things for people, that's another, that's one that popped up. And I was like, God damn, man, what a great idea. Great. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why did I do that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you How did you get linked up with, well, what's the, the Cleveland Monsters thing? How is that? What's going on? The there? Monsters job? Yeah. So I got that mm-hmm. by some other things that I do. Mm-hmm. So there was a guy who used to work for the Cavs and Monsters doing uh, video production stuff. And he was a, not just a wrestling fan, mm-hmm. but when wrestling used to be on like ESPN back in like the 80s, actually, late 80s. He was an interviewer guy. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was Steve Austin. It was stunning Steve Austin at the time. Mm-hmm. Who everybody, of course, obviously ends up knowing Stone Cold Steve Austin, mm-hmm. right? So here's this dude, long flowing blonde hair. But this guy was interviewing him. He's like, so he's the cheesy dude. He was like, oh, Steve Austin, you just won the match. What do you think about that, right? <laughs> and so he comes to the wrestling shows that I was ring announcing for. And also I was um, at the Alex Theater in downtown Cleveland. Uh, Metropolitan at the Nine has mm-hmm. this gorgeous mm-hmm. theater we would do this game show thing on mm-hmm. Thursdays and I was the host of it. Mm-hmm. He would come to that and, you know, play whatever games we had. And he was just like, dude, I've been to the wrestling thing. I've been to this. Uh, I work for the Cavs since, and then it's like, if I can ever help you out, let me, let me know. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, cool. I don't think anything of it. And then one day out of the blue though, he literally just shoots me a message. He goes, Hey, the monsters are looking for an, an arena host. I put your name in just so you know. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Okay. That's, that's what friends are for. Yeah. I was like, cool. Sounds good. And right. then I had like an audition and, uh, and then I got, I mean, I got the gig. He's like, you pretty much have it, but you still got to come audition like, that's for these up, people. Man. So how long have you been doing that part? It <laughs> was, uh, it was just for last season. Okay. So, which now it's weird because they just started up the season and truth be told, I have no idea what's going on right mm-hmm. now. I don't know if I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody's doing it though. Mm-hmm. The right. Uh, they certainly don't need. It was like a, a revolving cast of like five people. Mm-hmm. They don't need five of us, mm-hmm. probably. Okay. Uh, it's a shortened season, and we'll see. I'd love to do it. I had a blast. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a cool thing. I'm never gonna get that Cavs job, obviously. <laughs> That's like Crump is the, yeah, yeah. I, I got a relationship with Crump. Yeah. We, we do an event every year together with Crump. My brother used to work with them, and then. Uh, 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 before he got into the radio and doing everything he's doing now, but then we do at least one event with him every year. Uh, and I, got, I was just telling y'all before the show, I got to message him again about sitting down with us. But Crump is a funny, cool dude. That dude is a lit. You spend 15 minutes with Crump, he'll have you in tears. Mm. Yeah. But, so he pretty much got that. Every time I go to a Cavs game, <laughs> I always text him and let him know, like, yo, I'm at the game or whatever. I try to get down there or try to at least say what's up to him. But when yeah. they when they put his, his, his Cleveland Cavaliers thing on 2K, I said, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. If we play 2K, like they yeah. got his Cleveland, <laughs> Kevin, like they got it on. I'm like, okay, all right, well, <laughs> solidified. My cousin got married a few years ago, and uh, Crump was there. Like mm-hmm. they had, like he did 
the intros for the wedding party. You know <laughs> oh, what I mean? That's dope. And I'm like, dude, that's so great. That's cool. Design, like, man. I get gigs like that sometimes, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I'm not him. You know what I mean? Like, that's so cool. And then my other crump story that I have is uh, last year for the uh, a friend of mine that I grew up with, she works for the Greater Cleveland Sports Commission. Mm-hmm. And he was supposed to host, like, uh, interviews or whatever online. If somebody wins an award, bam. Then he talks mm-hmm. to him. It's on their Instagram or Facebook Live, both of them. And uh, it was like his daughter's birthday or something. And he didn't realize that he booked it like on the same date. Like he didn't remember what date that fell on. And he he, he couldn't do it mm. is what it came down to. Uh. So these people were negotiating with my bosses at the Monsters because I had a Monsters game. And Crump was like, I will do two Monsters games if you let Steve Guy <laughs> <laughs> go do the greatest for the sports commission. And I was like, that's all I know I made it. <laughs> that's what's up, man. I was like, dude's going dude's gonna to go do Monsters hockey games for you know 5,000 people just so I can go host this thing. Like, that's pretty cool. But, that's what's up, man. But they didn't let me out of the Monsters gig. Oh, so you, yeah. <laughs> uh, last thing real quick before we transition to some other topics, comedy. Yeah, um, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I just want to ask you about it right now because we know a lot of people are not obviously doing as many type of shows as it used to be when it was pre-COVID or whatever. Uh, so how are you managing with COVID? And then I actually heard you say, I think you and Dev were talking pre-show. You, were, I guess, one of the ventures you were doing because you were saying that you felt comedy wasn't going to be able to sustain itself. And you, I heard you say it was that that was pre-COVID. Yeah. So so I took over running the Cleveland Comedy Festival, and. I, I just know that independent comedy in, it's, and and this isn't just to the city of Cleveland. It's kind of anywhere. When you run independent comedy shows, you really have to find a venue that you partner with. And well, restaurants, bars, any sort of venues, they come and go. Mm. So my thought was, this is going to happen no matter what. We had a great relationship with a venue, but something is going to happen. We may not always have this relationship. And then it may not be three or four months until we find a new home. Mm. And I want the brand of the Cleveland Comedy Festival constantly out there so that then when the festival hits every year in November, people are like, oh, I know what this is because mm. I've gone to shows throughout mm-hmm, the year. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. Let me see the whole festival. And... I started working um, pre-COVID with with our team there and trying to develop, and Happy Hour is a part of this, uh, podcast network, and then we're working on original series for our YouTube channel to sustain the Cleveland Comedy Festival itself because, I want again, I want that brand name out there, and it's a way to showcase all of the talent that's that's really in the Northeast Ohio area. So, you know, one of the things we're working on right now, I haven't even talked about this publicly, but I will for you guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> well, we're going to drop a bomb. We'll drop one of them. Yeah, I feel, I, feel more, I feel more comfortable with it now. Like, I kept it a secret because, mm-hmm. you know, the way comedy works, there's always somebody trying to, you know, mm-hmm. snake your gig, basically, mm-hmm. and, and steal your ideas. So, Well, shit, we gave you a cookie, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking, yeah, drinking tequila. And I had a cookie. Didn't tell you what was in the cookie, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we're we're doing, you know, anybody ever watched like VH1? They used to do I Love the '80s, I Love the '90s, Best Week Ever. And we're not, again, we're not. I'm not reinventing the wheel and stuff. I'm just thinking about things that work. Mm-hmm. And we're doing I Love Cleveland. And so every we've got 11 episodes laid out. We already started filming it, and it's just a talking head show. Mm-hmm. People talking about various different things. Uh, one of the coolest things from it is that. One of the episodes is called uh, like local icons. Mm-hmm. So it's just people who 
are names in Cleveland. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like you mm-hmm. can't, you go anywhere else and people are like, who the hell are you talking about? Yeah, but in right. Cleveland, we're like, oh my God, such a star. Mm-hmm. One of those, of course, being Tim Misney. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll make, I'll make, I'll make pay. them pay. I'll make them pay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Tim Misney's going to do the show. <laughs> like he's going to be one of our talking heads. And I'm so, man, I had a phone call with him the other day. We were talking, I'm so pumped about it. But like, but like that's what that's it is, cool right? It's ever, all, man. it's comedians and it's all these personalities and, and everything that I try to do is just, let's push the area because there's so much cool and great stuff here. And, mm-hmm. and this is going to be something that I'm behind the scenes on it. And I'm so proud about because uh, we're doing cool things too. Like uh, one of the episodes is Cleveland Originals, things created or started like in Cleveland, you know. And so people don't realize, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of people know First Traffic Light, right? Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. Cleveland, awesome. Did you know Lifesavers? Mm, I didn't. Cleveland. Yeah. No, I didn't. Wow. See that? Learn something. I mean, so, <laughs> so you learn something. We too. give you a cookie. We learn something. We learn something. <laughs> I got knowledge. You want to know some more knowledge? Give me another cookie. I mean, just cool stuff like that. It's like gas masks, MRI machines, and you know things that we know in our everyday lives. Mm -hmm. Like there's a huge Cleveland tie to Mm -hmm. it. And again, that's the local boy means like, man, I'm tired of everybody shitting on the city. Let me show you what we gave you. Exactly, man. Ungrateful bastard. (laughs) That's what's up, man. Yeah. So, you know, you can't you can't sustain comedy and during this pandemic, live shows are tough Mm -hmm. and. Again, as a small operation, you you can't depend just on on live stand up comedy mm. because I also can't. It's not a knock against local people right now because there's some good local talent, but everything comes in waves, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like it's just like sports. Mm-hmm. Like we've had how we've had so many great athletes come out of the Cleveland area, mm-hmm. oh, but yeah. it's kind of like by generations, right? Mm-hmm. right? Same same deal with entertainment. So. I'm like, all right, well, let me figure out something that is still comedy, but not necessarily stand up and it's still mm-hmm. cool and still gets you intrigued. And it's just the more people involved and the more we can show everything yeah. off. That's what it's about. Yeah, you know, maybe we have, have to have a convo. We did some, we had a, a, a live comedy show up here a couple, a little while we, back. We did a, a, yeah. show, a socially distanced comedy Shout show. Shout out to yeah. Yeah. Flipped Elise Dickerson. Flipped the whole room out. Yeah, we flipped the whole Cleared room it out. out. Yeah. One mic. We had, we had some seats spread here, out seats and there. Still got the space in there too. Live yeah. streamed it. It's so it cool. tough to did, do did a show. Did it live on Facebook. Yeah. It's so tough to do a show yeah. socially distanced yeah. right now. Yeah. It's tough. Like. We, 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 we were as socially distanced as you could possibly be. Put yeah. It's just. You got to do what you got to do, man. But um. It was, it was cool. It's cool. You're just trying to find a way to keep the momentum going during this crazy COVID. I'm so fucking sick of COVID, man. That's the tough thing. Right. How do you keep momentum going? Yeah, it's hard. And I was like, I'm so thankful that I, I never like putting myself over. But mm-hmm. I'm like, at least I thought of this before COVID. And it just, it just worked out that mm-hmm. COVID happened. Like, it helps you to cool. transition into a smoothie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let's do this. So, I mean, I, I lost my job because of COVID, mm-hmm. but... I will still tell you that I was probably one of the busiest people in the country in 2020 because there's so much shit that I've been working on that doesn't get me paid. And the hope is it gets me and other people who are working with me paid. So that's what's up. That's what's up. Okay. Let's transition into some topics yeah, real quick. Some bullshit? Yeah, let's, let's get into some bullshit. I got one or you want to start with one, Def? Go ahead and start. I, I, this was the one that, the big one that was for me. I, I, I wish we had more women in the field. Well, we actually, I, I can't, we never know who's in there out of our numbers, but um, I wanted to ask them in the feed, obviously, and I wanted to ask y'all too, um, what is dating? Now, I know we've talked about this on the show when we've talked about levels of dating. 
you know, I remember it was like people were asking, acting like it was a grid and mm-hmm. what's just talking and what's this or whatever. But what actually is dating? And the reason I'm, I thought of this is because Lori Harvey was in the news last week. If people don't know who Lori Harvey is, she's the, the nope. stepdaughter. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it, man. Uh, don't feel bad, though. Don't feel bad. Uh, my, yeah. my wife watches shows. I went up there the other day, and I'm like, who is on the TV? I had actually one day I Googled, like, who is Lori Harvey? And like, she's, I guess she models, I guess. I guess, but. Can we state the obvious to you? It's not that I don't know her because I'm white, okay? <laughs> Now who is Lil Wayne? Now? Yeah, right. Like, who is this? Who is this Kanye fellow? <laughs> but no, no, I didn't know who the hell she was. Yeah. So, uh, but so she's but Steve Harvey graduated from high school with my father. So she's dating uh, Michael B. Jordan, uh, which is news in itself um, because of those two. But she is in the news quite often because she dates a good number of people. Mm-hmm. She has been tied to future. She fucks a good number of people. And we don't know what they do in their bedrooms, <laughs> Devin. I'm just saying. <laughs> Maybe Stevie with the full name. Maybe they're just baking cookies. Yeah, baking cookies. You know what? More than likely. That's what they call it now. <laughs> That's what the young people call Either it. Either that or baking. Bacon. You know what I'm saying? Michael, Same thing. Michael B. Jordan is the greatest cookie baker <laughs> in the world. So, um, so, but, so, she, so she was taking a lot of heat when they went public with their relationship last week. Mm. They both posted like a picture on Instagram. I guess so, so, yeah, that's it, what couples in a, do. In a private jet. Yeah. yeah. This so happens. Like so anyway, um, of course, think pieces get wrote about it mm. and I saw a lot of women coming to her defense and they're like, because again, she is re- she's been linked to a lot of guys. She's been linked to Future. She's been mm-hmm. linked to Diddy. She's been linked to Diddy's son. Just say it. Just I'm that's not weird. Saying it. That's weird. Yes. <laughs> this not, is supreme thought behavior. This is like oh, so it's weird for her and it's weird for the son. Like <laughs> you, you how you how you yeah. week. <laughs> right. I don't know. That, what are you gonna bring her to Thanksgiving hit, dinner? Like you bring her to maybe Thanksgiving they were dinner making and cookies. You, you, and just, you got the one auntie who don't remember. He be like, you gonna make Diddy a plate, baby? She like, I'm not, I'm not fucking Diddy. No yeah. Plate, yeah, right. Yeah. You sitting at Thanksgiving dinner, and Diddy's like, well, I guess it's time to clean up the dishes now. Let me help you take those dishes into the kitchen. And you're his son. Like, Fuck you, Will. Like, <laughs> no. So, um, so again, the question is, what is dating? Because you saw, I saw a lot of. Things Whatever Lori Harvey's doing is uh, not dating. Uh, I saw a lot of women coming to her defense saying she's only dating. She's doing what a lot of of twenty year olds do. They still Here gonna see we you. Go. Is she twenty? They still gonna see you. If it was a they're, they're still gonna see. Just walk past. <laughs> it. They just walk past. They're still doing, bro. Yeah, they're still gonna see you. Just crab walks across the floor. You get. They're still gonna see you. Might as well just yeah. Um, How do we gotta see if he saw him? This is a podcast or CrossFit? They didn't What's going see on him. here? They didn't, they didn't see, see him. him. He got low enough, he man. Got low. He got low. All right, okay, so, so and, and, I, and, and Leah said something yeah. that, 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 that I that was gonna be my follow up, but yeah. Leah beat me to it. Why do women feel this need to sit there and, and basically say, "Will men do it?" as a response? I'm gonna tell you that's, something right that's now. Te- Can for, I say something? For, real for me, that is the biggest so whatever. That's that's the essential. Uh, so if everybody jumped off the building, are you mm-hmm. gonna jump off the building? It's like so what? Like, aren't like women spend so much time talking about men mm-hmm. and how we ain't shit? So why mm-hmm. do you want to use us as the valid excuse for what you men do? do it? It's like, wouldn't you want to be better than us? Mm. In a sense, but hey, anyway, can I say this? It's, it's I, a layered thing. But let's let's go. Can I say this too? Okay, I'm a man. I have a lot of male friends. 
Don't know any who are fucking not only somebody's beautiful rich mom. And their daughter. But the daughter. Okay, so you can... <laughs> I don't know one. If you know one, let me know. If you know one, let me know. That is... That is a different level of horrorism. You know what I mean? Like you... Well, if you would have hollered at me back in like 07. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his name is Playboy. Of course. <laughs> if it was one person on this panel who right. you think would have had sex with a mom and a daughter, who would you think it would be? Mom and brain cooking in the kitchen. Just jokes. Just okay. jokes. No, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. So, all right, so what's the first part of this, y'all? What is dating? Then? Uh, okay. Because, because, all right, if she's going out with a bunch of people, I don't really consider that dating. I consider that we just kicking it. I, for me, I'm only dating someone who I'm in a relationship with. Is, mm-hmm. I, is that still date? To me, you're dating until you fucking get married, right? Mm-hmm. In a sense. Here's here's the thing. Dating is like the word dating is. It's like a lot of different words. Okay. You can use it in different contexts. Mm-hmm. So she is out there dating mm-hmm. because if she's, if you're going on dates mm-hmm. with people, mm-hmm. right, it's your dating life. You're, you're dating. going out, you're, yeah. you're dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dating. Now, if you say, I'm dating this person specifically, exclusively, say, yeah. right? If you say, I'm, if you're her, I'm dating Michael B. Jordan. All right. That's the dude right. that you are with, mm-hmm. as far as I know. Mm-hmm. You know, now you are saying that. It's not, if I asked her, hey, how's your dating life going? I would anticipate, I went on a couple dates this week with different, and I would think different people, mm-hmm. right? Dating dating apps. Mm-hmm. When you have a dating app, mm-hmm. it's not, right. hey, person. I'm swiping on one person <laughs> right. and this is it. Yeah. It's, right. it's multiple people. So there's there's that level to it. And But when you say I'm dating and a person's name, mm-hmm. that's it. That's You're with that person. So you would add person. the name to it. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I feel like I ate an edible a couple months ago. I agree. That was exactly what I was going to say. But I, I don't like when women take the, the 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 term dating nuance. You know what? This is going to get me in trouble. I don't care. It's been a couple weeks since I got in big trouble on this podcast. <laughs> women do one of not. One of these times he going to really call us when he on the way home. Like, hey, yeah, uh, like, hey I, I got to hey. steal one of your house. I got locked out the house. <laughs> Women don't What's really understand. Oh, this is gonna be so fucked up. <laughs> I just made twelve. Of them. I'm outside the house. I got cookies. I knew it was a reason. But sometimes women don't understand nuance. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now, come on now. We know it's like, yeah, she's. We're not talking about her dating one person. Lori Harvey tends to, like you said, I'm dating. Uh, 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 Michael B. Jordan, but with multiple dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You, you, if you just out here getting your rocks off, you know what I mean? And just say that. You know what I'm saying? But you know, women will, will, will take. She can fucking date however many dudes she wants to. Yeah, but once you start claiming someone as your man or woman, you can't then because we damn sure can't do that. Right. Shout out to I'm not gonna put nobody business out there, but if you brought up any other name than the one name, and you could not fall back on, I mean, oh. but I'm dating. Yeah, she'll slash your fucking tires. You know what I mean? Once mm. you pick one, once you're dating one person, mm-hmm. <sighs> like Lori Harvey could be all over social media posting pictures with different dudes going to do different things, mm-hmm. and not say 
so happy we're together, mm-hmm. you know. But that's the thing. I don't know if she does. It's just like in the feed. She was on a private jet with the man. With I mean, the I'm, I'm about, I'm Come on, the, that's the I'm talking about with other people though. Like, yeah. like previously, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just like when in the feed, who was the Kalisha said that? Uh, well, she's. Don't say get out of here. She's famous. She ain't gonna let yeah, that. Well, all right, well. <laughs> <laughs> I got the magic touch in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> no, play, no play. I am just joking. <laughs> but uh, uh, <laughs> you ain't gonna have me getting kicked out. <laughs> but um, uh, but no, it's just like like she said, she's in the public spotlight, so there's a bigger light on her, so she can just go to the restaurant with, say, sit just a random basketball player, and people are going to snap pictures because it's her and the basketball guy, and they could are be they? just hanging yeah, out. You're right, but okay. So shout out to you know what I got you, I got you. I feel the energy. <laughs> <laughs> Leah just said, so she said she ain't she said anything. So you don't know what they're doing. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and one of my podcast friends. We gonna we gonna get some matching Jordans. I'm gonna take a picture with her of our feet and just put it up online. I mean, we ain't said nothing. <laughs> so we, come on now, you start putting up matching Jordan pictures on a private jet yeah, with yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Come on, well, now. they that's official not, now. That's not. See, my thing is when you become official, like you said earlier, exclusive. That's not dating to me. You with somebody. So that's a relationship. Regardless of you not so being that, married, that, so, so you're exclusive. So you like you're separate. beyond to me the okay. dating. Okay. Makes sense. If, you, if you're in bed with somebody and y'all doing shit, taking pictures, selfies, all this other shit, you beyond dating. Like you, so you to with you, this person. To you, when you're in a relationship, that's not dating. <laughs> yeah, I think, no, I think dating, you, dating is like that that last lead in to right. the exclusivity. Yeah, right? that's what I'm saying. Like you're exactly. only going out with that person. Like right. you're only going on dates and hanging out with them. Right. But it's not full blown relationship yet. Right. It's just, okay, let's focus our energy only on each other. Mm-hmm. That's when you are dating that person. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then bam, then it becomes, all right, this is my boyfriend. This is my girlfriend. Right. Or, or we're hanging out on park, right. private like, together. <laughs> right. Right. Cause like Leah said, they ain't married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, go ahead. You got something to say? Go ahead. Yeah, I, I was. I was gonna ask y'all. <clears throat> do you think it's a double standard? Do y'all think it's a double standard? Like mm. a double standard, like from male to female, female, uh, female to male. Like of as far as as far as the whole that courtship or quote courtship. Of course, to me, of course, it is. I would plead the fifth. But go ahead. <laughs> of course, it's a double standard. But the thing is, too, I think sometimes women don't understand that we'll talk about a dude the same way. Like, like we. Like future, yeah, we were, just, we were yeah, talking about yeah, future. Yeah. Like we, everybody knows who Future is. Mm-hmm. So Future don't get more peace for us because he's been with Sierra and he's been with this person. He's been with that person. Mm-hmm. We look like, all right, you know who he is. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a, a a male acquaintance of somebody that we know that's that's out there doing a bunch of stuff with a bunch of women, like we know who he is. Like mm-hmm. we're not really. I I don't think. We put guys like that up on a pedestal as much as what they, they think. Yeah, they think we right, do for some right. reason. They think somehow Future is our leader. <laughs> right. <laughs> we know he's a dumbass who you know got like eight baby mamas. Like we know right. that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But we all you know whatever. I'm on the same line though that like, what Steve said. I just think that like that I'm sticking on that comment as far as being married. I I feel like when you're married that it's just completely and totally. Different, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like people talk about being dating and all this yeah, other stuff. Yeah. I, it's, it's just different, man. It's just different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It make no sense, but it's just different. Okay. And so the second part of this, though, and this is us where we get to have a little bit of fun sometimes, maybe. But why, in all hell, do women take this again and they try to make it be like, 
well, y'all do it, and because y'all do it, and y'all get away with it, like, like, wouldn't again? These are the actions that y'all get mad at us about, and then you, you go get, and do it. But yeah. then you want to use it as your crutch and as your well, because y'all do it and y'all get away with it, y'all shouldn't have a problem with it. It's like, wouldn't y'all aspire to want to be better than that? Hey, like that I, is not a, that is not a valid and great response to sit there and say that men do it all the time. Do they get away with it? Do men get away with it? No, they probably they, get caught half the time. More than half time. the time. <laughs> this is the thing. Oh yeah, I'm going down a bad path today. <laughs> You well, know, the couch in there is very, yeah, comfortable. You know, it's very comfortable. Bruce, you can just make some room for me over there, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, you know what it is? Women, they, they don't get mad at us because we did it. They usually get mad because they want to do it and they didn't do it first. Oh, shit. I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that. Here we yeah, go. Feed, talk to me. They always get that. I knew I should have. Yeah. Did this and they, that's why you get them songs. Yep. I should have cheated. Uh, I hope she cheats on you with a basketball player. You get them songs <laughs> on the back end because it's not that they, they're just, they mostly get mad because they like, well, if you was doing that, I should have did this. You know what I mean? The they people, got the same shit to say. The people that, you know, when they say, oh, men do it too, it's, I mean, it's usually more famous people, I, mm. I guess. And it's not that they're getting away with it because they're men. Mm. They're getting away with it because they're famous. They're famous. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't matter if they're like athletes. Mm. So the other podcast that I do is like a relationship thing. Mm -hmm. And we had this conversation about dating athletes. When women date athletes, you should go into it no expecting them to have a cheating kind of lifestyle yeah. and, and, you know, hooking up, they've got a, a woman in every single city that they visit, you know, and we literally ranked, all right, if you want to settle down and have a relationship with an athlete, you probably, you go for an NFL player, mm -hmm. right? Cause you, you live in the same town with them. They only go to eight cities throughout the year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and they're really only in that town for like 24 hours. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. basketball, not going to do it because <laughs> they go into all sorts of different cities and they don't really have like these curfews <laughs> that the other sports do. They, yeah. They're out partying mm -hmm. after a game or before mm -hmm. a game. So of course they're hooking up with, I, with people. I say all the time when I worked at the Ritz downtown, everybody knows that's where the hoop players stay. Well, yeah. I don't know if they still stay there, but I'm telling y'all game day when them buses pulled up, there were times, depending on which team was coming in, it was already cars sitting across the street. I mean, there are players... I've told the story before about Allen Iverson, how when he came to town, he always went to Monroe's. It was plenty of times yeah. I got him a car to go to Monroe's. The night before he set the, I don't even know if it's still the Q record, but the scoring record in the Q, mm -hmm. which I think was still the gun then, he was at Monroe's. He came back to the hotel. They said slouched. Because the mm. one bellman, the doorman was like, that he went and put money on the game, because he's like, oh, he ain't going to be able to play. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, set the scoring record for the arena. This <laughs> right. After going to Monroe's, on the mm -hmm. night that I got him a car to go that's, to Monroe's. That's Allen yeah. Iverson's flu game. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but they used to be out there. I mean, literally, just in and out, or people that came in for concerts and stuff. Like, it's a very thirsty, that's a very lucrative business for some women, let's just say. And they are very game to mm -hmm. try to get in that, in their, in that door. And there are women that want to do that yeah absolutely for the sake of doing it like mm -hmm. this oh i'm gonna do that because so like when women are like oh you are just bad because you all oh, like guys get away with it it's like well hey no they really don't but then sometimes when they do it's because that woman she knows what she's getting into mm -hmm. and she's like i want this on my conscience that i you know 
hooked up with Baker Mayfield behind a cheesecake factory. You know what I'm that saying? Was like, yeah. That was one of the greatest stories <laughs> ever made Cleveland, man. It, that was a story that allegedly that, that, that had allegedly. like a, it was allegedly. like a Cleveland brush fire that kind of sparked. It was very it Le- went away. It was very yeah. LeBron with the uh, with, with the with with news anchor. Sharon Reed. It just went away. Yeah, yep. yeah. It, yeah. it just disappeared. Cleveland has a way when you got a guy that you think is going to be your savior, it's going to get you that championship. Mm-hmm. Stories will disappear very quickly. Yeah, we we, we forget yeah, how it. how connected of a mob city Cleveland once was, and probably still is. still is yeah. because <laughs> they make stories disappear. Absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? It's amazing how stories disappear. But um. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. It's so many of these. It's so many comments in the feed right now, and I don't want to. Um... <sighs> it's okay. Like I don't. Gone are the days where, you know, you sit here. Like if you use the term "slutty," mm-hmm. everybody be like, "Oh, you can't call her that." Like, man, I'll call dudes the dudes that are slutty mm-hmm. too. Like that's, mm-hmm. and and that's not even about dating around. Mm-hmm. That's. You are ba- okay, Lori B. Harvey. You're gonna bang a dude and his dad. All right, that's kind of slutty. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, let's say that about that's first balance. That's first. Ba- that's new age thought behavior. Like that's first yeah, balance. We, let's, let's be honest. We don't know if they if she banged both of them, but she was linked to both of them. Le- okay. Which I guess in the celebrity world, you can be linked to people, and you. I don't give a fuck. It actually went, happened. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck. You went to Applebee's with my daddy. Okay, <laughs> that's my fucking daddy over there. Alfie's <laughs> has some oh, great sweet, is there, is there yeah, some good good sweet mashed sweet potatoes with the. Yeah, let's say, so what if he, what if she only had appetizers? If you, if you don't do a two for twenty, it don't count. Yeah. <laughs> two for twenties, bro. All right, I'm going after this. I can't wait for your somebody's girl to be like, I just want to let you know what movie was that? Brothers, yeah, brothers. Well, he, uh, uh, she was dating their father. He oh yeah, yeah. Previously Morris dated his yeah, father. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and he could. He he was like, oh, I know. He an old school player. He's like, so I know if I hit it, I know he hit it too. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't even want to think about that. The shit. visual of somebody's daddy and uncle. Uh, I don't even want to think about. It. Next time, we'll be talking about that. Oh, no, 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 no. Would y'all be game with that though? Like, like say, say if uh, mm-hmm. if oh, if you old freaky, if you old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying, like, 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 same time, you and your daddy and your girl, you know? Eiffel Tower. Y'all want tag team? Definitely. Eiffel Tower? Y'all want tag team? What's going on? No, 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 no. Y'all want to share it? Y'all want to share it? I'm passing on that. Eye contact? No eye contact? Your father, good job, son. Thanks, Dad. I taught you well. I taught you well. My dad didn't even. He didn't see how I put my leg up, though. My dad didn't even come to graduation, but he was there that night. You know what I mean? Like, what? he came that night. <laughs> <laughs> two times. Oh, that's funny. Not <laughs> two times. Oh lord, you man! Death. You got one. Oh, that's um, funny. Right, I want to ask the ladies real quick. You got one? Uh, we, we can go ahead. I'm, uh, I'm gonna, I just want to ask them real quick because I was just going to use it as a transition thing. Because I, when I went to the store the other day, somebody was walking out. It was a lady walking out, mm-hmm. and the guy was trying to holler at her, and it just popped into my mind. I'm like. I don't want to ask the ladies, are y'all still getting hollered at in mask? Because I, I did see a couple a couple times over the last year plus, I've seen some women say, I got a mask on, you don't even know what I look like, and this and that. You do, they are. Come on. Yeah. Listen, uh, the, yeah. the guys that are out here hollering at women are not hollering at them because of their face. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? True. Mask or no mask. Like, they're so, not. No. I, I just wanted to ask the women, honestly, are y'all still, are y'all going out of the mask and, and y'all feeling bad because the dude is still hollering at y'all? They have to be getting hollered. Like, 
Can I be honest with you? I don't, I don't know how to put this the right way. God, I don't want to. I'm going to just say this. There are people who the mask assists. Oh, hold on. I got my Nana's blanket over there, by the way. No, so I can sleep on the couch and <laughs> the feet. I'm getting... Um, I'm oh, yeah, like the mask helps you. It yeah. helps because some people got the yuck mouth. You know what I mean? They put the mask on and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. You're not a bad looking human. And then they take that mask off and it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. It's like the Crip Keeper. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, yeah. I mean, I think the mask can help out. A little. It can help some women. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Help some dudes too, man. Yeah, yeah, help dudes. I think people are when they when they talk about that, they're kind of acting like people are still kind of blind. Like a mask is only covering up a mouth for the most part, a mouth, right? Mm-hmm. You can see everything else about the person. You can still see the face, the hair, the the eyes, and ever whatever. So like, but I, I've seen some posts where women were being upset because they had a mask on and dudes were still trying to talk to them. They were like, you know, you don't even know how I look. Those women are naive to think that it was. The face that the, again, the face that these guys were looking at. Right. You know what I mean? Like if if a dude holds a door open for a woman, she walks by and she hears her go, mm-hmm. Mm. He wasn't looking at your face, honey. Like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. <laughs> was a boxer ass that just That's went the through truth. the door. Tell and the truth, Steve, shame the devil. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah cat calling is not about mm. it, it is not about there now there are pretty faces mm. and a guy will Honestly, if you have a really pretty face and the dude sees that, he's probably going to stop you and try to talk to you. Mm-hmm. It's, gonna, it's not going to be catcalling. It's going to be like, oh, miss, miss, miss. Mm-hmm. And he's going to make something up and try to start a conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not going to be anything else. The catcalling, all that stuff. So the women with the masks that are getting it now, like, sorry, like you just only have a couple things that this guy's focusing on now. Yeah. Is what happened. Yeah. I got a question though, as far as this whole situation, and I just always wondered: women, <clears throat> y'all love attention, or majority, or I, I believe all women pretty much love attention. Mm-hmm. Why do y'all have a problem when somebody tries to talk to you? What is, what is the core problem of a man trying to get your attention and saying, "Hey, you look good to me." I kind of want to get to know you. Because women want attention from everybody, but they only want interaction from the ones they like. No, I was... Well, okay. I agree with you on that, too. I'm no. mansplaining today, I mean, baby. That's, that's I, part I, I was, of it. I was thinking of it as... And, and, of course, we're doing it from our perspective, ladies, obviously, but I was thinking of it as... I'm they, an expert. They <laughs> they want the attention when and how they want the attention. Mm-hmm. So it's like... It's not that they really get upset that they're getting it. It's just that... Maybe they wasn't in the mood at eight o'clock in the morning when the man held the door for him to have somebody try to spit him, or 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 maybe they was just trying to run in the store real quick to get a a drink real quick, mm-hmm. or you know a a, a a a pop or a water before going out to meet their girls, and they was late. I just think they want it when they want it and how they want it, and if it comes outside of those parameters, then they really have an issue with it. That's just my my part of it. But I think you're right on with that. And you know, it's like there are gas station stories and things like like woman's on her way home from work. Maybe she had a bad day at work. Mm-hmm. And she's at the gas station and now there's I mean also a little bit has to do with the dude that's saying something mm-hmm. to them. Because nine times out of ten it's not like it's this amazingly handsome man that's saying stuff to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's a dude that nobody wants who's saying this right. stuff to them. So, like, that has a little bit to do with it as well. There's uh, there, any woman will tell you if she if she says that that's not the case, she's lying. There's a double standard because if it's a good looking guy 
that does it. And it's, oh, it was this this hottie hit on me. And it's like, all right. But mm-hmm. anybody else, it's like, why are you catcalling me? <laughs> she said the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so right. th- there's that aspect. And, yeah, you're right. It's it's timing and it's what's going on in their day. And I also think that from a number standpoint, women are hit on so much more mm-hmm. than men. There are gross women that do things to dudes out there. Like... I, I've been sexually harassed at bars and things. It's crazy. But, it's, a pan, it's an epidemic. We're but, in a pandemic uh, and an epidemic. We've all been to therapy for it. <laughs> but it's, dude, I had I had a woman grabbing my ass at a bar like on St. Patrick's Day. Mm. And then I turned around thinking she's not going to grab my ass because it's against the bar. And she grabbed my junk instead. <laughs> 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 she was an equal opportunity. Equal opportunity. Hey, it's fucked up. The female, listen, literally, female harassment is funny. Literally, then utters these words. Well, maybe you shouldn't be putting it out there like that. <laughs> if that was a man, so exactly. the, SWAT, the SWAT team would have came in. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, so you got victim shamed by the person who was actually <laughs> victimizing you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Shouldn't walk out the house with your dick, sir. Right. Right. I dare you. I could leave dick. it at home, man. I'm Put yeah. your dick in your pants. Yeah. Jerry, put your dick in your pants and bring it with you. So like, <laughs> that's like one of those moments. I'm like, you, what the? You fucking, that's funny. Like, is there a bouncer? You're like, no. All right. It's funny. It's funny, guys. Man. I need this woman. I need this woman to leave. Why? Oh man, it's funny. Because she he she, grabbed. She okay. grabbed me. Well, what's wrong with that? Yeah. Did you get a number? I didn't want her to. It's uh, double standards. Man. Yeah. But it's okay. But it's yeah. It, it's all of that. It's just that numbers game. Is is so much stronger. Right. Mm-hmm. It, when there are, you know, thirty dudes hitting on you during the course of the mm-hmm. week, yeah, you're gonna get upset. Yeah. Now we do have an infamous clip out there on our on our IG. <laughs> Did you think about it, Dev, when he said it? <laughs> we do have an infamous. Because it was it was we had one. It was going too far. Women were just acting like they couldn't. They couldn't go to the mailbox. They couldn't go <laughs> to McDonald's drive-through. I'm like, come on now. I've been out. It's just they're not harassing you like that. Like you might get some passes, but come on now, stop acting like mm-hmm. it's just dudes with they junk hanging out the window as you drive past, <laughs> hoping you look at it. Anyway, man, oh, who we got, man? You want to go to this? So, all right, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this, man. So it was the inauguration this week, right? For mm-hmm. for uh, Uncle Joe, for Sleepy Joe, and uh, and Kamala. Sleepy Joe. It was it was it was it was pretty dope. It was a dope inauguration. I, I mean, it I, was I, all right. Yeah. It was good by by inauguration standards. I'm not gonna lie, man. Not for obvious. I mean, obviously, I can't stand the fucking dude. All right. But I'm gonna miss just a little bit, man. I'm a Miss Donnie. I'm already missing the funny ass. Like, this is the thing about Donald Trump. First class piece of shit. We all know that, right? Yeah. Whatever. I don't even care if you support Trump. You got to know he's a piece of shit, right? But you just don't care. He's a piece of shit. So whatever. But he's hilarious. Like, we are now back to George W. Bush style. Just... Boring, 
Obama on C-SPAN. You ever watched Obama on C-SPAN? Well, I'm not uh, talking about the clips on CNN. No, he, we've... Uh, oh, my God. Uh, Obama on C-SPAN. We've watched him. You, you could go to sleep and if you have problems falling asleep, go on YouTube <laughs> and look up Obama C-SPAN. By the 20-minute mark, you are knocked out. We are just back to the most boring political system Ever. And I'm not mad at it. We kind of right. need this reset. We need the reset. We need the mental reset, the social reset. Like, mm. it's needed. But one of the funniest human beings that ever had a spotlight in the history of the world is Donald Trump. Not the stuff that he said that was pieces of shit stuff that he said. But, like, the tone. Like, the interviews where he would bring, like, Stuff he printed out right before the interview to the interview <laughs> to try to prove some shit. And, and when he gets in, gets in the SUV and is waving after he had COVID, yeah. and it's like, hey, everybody, yeah. it's just a funny dude, man. So I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I, you know, for obvious uh, reasons. Uh, but I, I saw Leah tell my dad she said his book is a snooze fest. I'm like 230 pages in. I'm God actually, damn. I'm a, he, he went like this as if he was five yeah, pages in. Yeah. I'm like a thousand pages. <laughs> <laughs> Give or take. The hallway was just kind of like you, still, you read it for 20 minutes this morning. No, no, yeah. I'm really not that far yet. I'm 230 pages. I haven't read 200, It's not over? I read 230 pages in the last five years total. Shit, 230 wrote, pages. I was like, God damn. I guess I'd never read that book. He wrote a 700 page memoir. He ain't done? And he said it's part one. No oh, shit. I'm like 230 pages. He in. went 230 like, yeah. pages. Like, it, just, it just got passed when he got elected. Ooh, it just got past like election night and stuff. Yeah. Right. Oh my bad. But yeah, who's you about to say, man? It was like a double disc. Like it's basically like a double disc, like an old school uh, two old school double disc. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, like life after death. You, you, don't right. do, you, don't, you don't do audible mo? You, you don't do audible? Yeah, I do audible too. No, okay. Some books I like to actually. Sit but you actually like read. actually actually physically read and yeah, take time. I don't know physically oh, reading. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. Sheesh. All right, what, what was you saying about it? <laughs> I, I forgot now. I was talking about the. I, uh, I, I started talking. About I don't that. know. So, I'm, I'm, but I'm, you, I'm, what you said that, that, but talking about it being born or whatever. I, I don't. It, we need the born. We, right we now. like you said. We need the cleansing. If you listen to Trump, and I, I got to a point I couldn't listen to him anymore. Um, I was doing for comedic reasons. It's, the way, it's the way he talks. Yeah. That's just hilarious. Yeah, it's, some, it's something very very funny about it. But I'm not in any way gonna miss it at, at all. Personally, myself. <sighs> I don't mind it being boring. That's you why I like it. I don't like all the bullshit. This man, this man's wearing a gray sweatsuit. <laughs> we know he doesn't mind boring. He, doesn't you know mind boring. Like, he didn't do nothing this week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just what about you? What, you? what do you think about the 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 the? the... <laughs> <laughs> you might as well say he had that shit on all week. Yeah, <laughs> he had the same gray sweatsuit on all week, <laughs> and I probably did shit. <clears throat> That's his Shit. inauguration outfit. Right, you know what I'm saying? I was sitting there like, welcome back, right. boring politics. <laughs> sleepy Joe. Yeah, sleepy, man. I love it, though, man. Uh, I love it, man. Yeah, uh, man. No, yeah, but yeah, how, how did you feel up? Well, how do you feel about Trump being out of office now? You said, the, like you said, the comic relief from that part being gone. Like, like, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, it's. Yeah, it's nice to have him gone. It's it's scary. He was, it's it scary. Was of, it was out of control, man. It was yeah. There was a lot of things you can make fun of him for, but it was, you, yeah, it was out of control. I mean, you could really there's people you can make you can make fun of anybody for anything, you mm -hmm. know. But he just 
it got to the point where that stuff wasn't funny anymore. Yeah, you're right. It's just like, dude, you really believe what you're saying mm -hmm. right now. And other people and, and the same believe, people believed it too. Yeah. Yeah, and th that's a problem. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I was having this conversation the other day, like he wanted to run because he wanted to rock the boat and show us all the problems that existed. Well, he he succeeded on that. Mm -hmm. Like there really were. Like I, I agree from the outset of when he ran that there were a ton of problems that needed to be brought to our attention. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, to me, I I have been not to get super political, but I've been sitting here for years and years saying we need an independent party. Mm -hmm. We need somebody from an independent party needs to win a presidency. And meanwhile, you have this dude, Donald Trump runs and, you know, strain the swamp and let's do this. And we knew that they're, that the Republicans and the Democrats couldn't get along, but it seems like in the last four years, man, if, if we really <laughs> yeah, know yeah. that yeah. now, yeah. you know, and, and I think that that is attributed to him being in office. I think that he is the most perfectly imperfect person to follow Obama because everybody kind of had those rose colored glasses mm -hmm. on. We think everything's great. The system is great. Look at how well we ran. And this dude comes in and it's not just that he was the problem, but he showed us he all these the other problems. problems. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he not in the way that he intended to, <laughs> but he sure as shit did. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I, like I sit there and I'm thinking, you have all these people who it's like, well, I'm voting for Trump because I think the system's broke. Cool, great. And then the next time around, it's like voting for this. But then you also had people who are like, well, you better vote for Biden because if you don't vote for Biden, then you're basically voting for Trump. And it's like, well, you're being a bully just as much as he is mm -hmm. now, you know? Mm -hmm. And and it's just I said this before, it was Conor McGregor's fight last night. People are so, they think that they're so consistent in their thoughts, but they're not. Because so many people love Conor McGregor, and he loses that fight last night. And I'm going to tell you right now, Conor McGregor's an asshole. And But everybody is like, and, oh, okay, you know, first of Oh, by the way, if you are a casual MMA fighter and or fan and you're like, Conor McGregor's the greatest fighter, blah, blah, blah. Dude wasn't even undefeated coming into this fight. Right. I hate this whole thing yeah. that, like, he's the greatest fighter ever. And like, he's lost fights. We all know he's that, right? He's just probably like, the biggest personality out mm -hmm. there in a sense. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. a WWE character in the UFC. Right. And there's a reason why those two companies work together. And, you know, so he wins and everybody's like, oh, but that classy, or he loses, the classy way that he lost and shook his hands like this man just punched an old man <laughs> in a pub you know mm -hmm. a year ago now we're gonna forget that mm -hmm. and those people hate donald trump it's mm -hmm. like how do you love one but not the other they are the same person same people mm -hmm. right same people yeah yeah you just letting them slide on their on their bullshit basically yeah uh, but they are the same brash assholes like like day in and day out or whatever like i even saw he got out the car last night and it was like his wife was pregnant because i was i was telling my girl we were on the phone it was like the fight before they were showing when they walked into the arena. Mm -hmm. And it was like she was pregnant, but he like hops out the car. Nice ass car. Yeah. Dope yeah. ass car. But uh, uh, and he like just starts speed walking. 
And a lot she, I, I, I hope she's pregnant. God, she's pregnant. <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> How many months are you, man? <laughs> Fuck you, sir. <laughs> even, even, even if she wasn't, he's like speed walking. He does that little stroll that he does or whatever. Yeah, even even this not after your girl. No, this, is, this is coming before into the ring. Oh, and, and, and she was like struggling and walking. Keep up. Well, I'm looking like, especially if she's pregnant. Like, how big of an asshole are you that you just gonna leave your wife behind and have her trying to speed walk? Cause you got to make this. Fucking stupid ass entrance or whatever. Right. Like, like, who cares about that? Mm-hmm. But he's ass. He's yeah. he's ass. I'm glad he got his ass. With he got his ass not the fuck out last night. And I'm so sick of these. They're funny initially. I'm so sick of the fucking Bernie Sanders. Yeah, can't can't. Can, can, yeah, I'm so <laughs> these, sick these of are it. A couple of things I want to ask you. One, can we stop with these memes? I know they're not gonna stop. It but, just needs to be a one day we, limit. We run them. them into the ground. The, the inauguration was on Wednesday. I shouldn't still be seeing new memes popping up on Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's it's done and over with. And then the other thing for me, I'm sorry if y'all take part in any of these, is any challenge that comes out there. Okay, let's, I don't, let, I, let me I, sit up in this chair. Because I, I you, let's talk about this this challenge. I don't. I, in the last two weeks, we've seen the busset challenge. We've seen the forty and over challenge. I've seen the fifty and over challenge. What are these? I've seen the post your daughter cha- daughter challenge. I've seen the post your son challenge. I've seen the fucking I went to Popeyes and made it through in fifteen minutes challenge. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, yo, what is going on out here? <laughs> Okay, now let's have a let's have a let's have a, a, a intellectual conversation about the busset challenge. Okay, uh, really? <laughs> Didn't know. Really? What, do you have any? Do you know what the busset challenge is? It's like uh, a woman is dressed. She dressed kind of like in, bummy, like like pajamas. And yeah, yeah. Like and then she drops it low, it pops up, and then right, she's My ready man, to go out. A cookie. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I had no idea what was going on with the busted challenge. Okay. And then for research purposes, for the pie. Yeah, it's always research. All you gotta do is watch one. I think yeah. you figure it yeah, out. Research yeah. purposes. Uh, I don't even know what my response is for the busted challenge. You know, um, you know, it could, it could. It could stay for re- no for research purposes. You know what I mean? Not I mean, for me. Like, look, Not for me. I'm just gonna say because I'm saying right now, if any of my daughters do the busted challenge. It's, it's I'm problem. breaking down the internet. I'm shutting it's, it's the internet down. I mean, look, we are a very thorough podcast when we when we research topics for um, for people to talk to. It was like it was it was like when the show first started. <laughs> Steve was like, "Oh, I can tell you guys do this all the time." You know, what I'm saying? it's like, yes, yes, we're very thorough in our research mm-hmm. when it comes to this busted challenge. Um, <laughs> I, I feel I feel you, um, mm-hmm. Dev, but it's just it's. You can't touch Twitter or Instagram or even at this point Facebook right now without seeing a busted yeah, challenge. And, it's just, and again, it's not even just this one. It's the fact that there are five new challenges a week. You know what's so funny about this? It's the talent in people mm-hmm. and not the just in the women that are busting it low. Nothing mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. that. That's that. They, they We'll read them some scriptures yeah. later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's in the fact of like even in the trying to ed- save them. You're trying to save them. It's like even in the in the video editing that's going on in a lot of this stuff. It's just like I think he's, re- he's reaching to try no. to <laughs> his watcher the busting challenge. Some of the editing in these videos. It's a good cut. It's a good cut. <laughs> I'm trying to learn. What I'm, <laughs> cut pro, you know what I'm saying? What, 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 I'm saying, what I'm saying is this. If you got the talent that you're but that, that you're <laughs> The editing is amazing. What I'm saying is this. If you are ed- <laughs> if you are cutting the editing this much for TikTok videos and everything else and YouTube videos. <laughs> Why are you not lending your services 
or using your services in a more positive way. You could be making money off yeah. of these skills. Can I be honest about the Buzzy Challenge? I'm making money off those skills yeah. because the very next tweet is, here's my Venmo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that's true. That's true. And there's some thirsty ass yeah. dudes, which again, going back to catcalling mm-hmm. and women want intention when they want it. Oh, feel free to put your Buzzy Challenge and then mm-hmm. drop your Venmo and PayPal link mm-hmm. in the right. very next tweet or in the comments. Or in the comment of it, and, yeah. And have everybody send you money because like, what do you think is going to come from that? And I'm be honest with you, fuck whoever made the budget challenge, right? Because I've, I honestly have only caught a couple. Because I've seen just about every last one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. Home. I'm just gonna be honest. Just partially because I can't be like I said, the, the missus has been at the house all week. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I can't be in the house and over and over again. She just said, taking pictures of you. I think my butt getting big. And she can't do She'll be like, why the hell I been hearing this thing this Bust song it. for a half hour? Yeah. Turn the volume off. Man. Yeah, but you know, to be honest with you. It is some production value to the bus challenge. See, and I like the, at me. the transition. It's got to yeah. be on time. It got to yeah. be on gotta time. Be there. You lose points. <laughs> it's like the Olympics. You lose points for the dismount. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If it's not on time when you drop it to the beat, you lose points. We go to the next one. Right. Also, so that's only for research purposes, though. Right. A lot, even, a lot of these people cleaning up their bedrooms more than what they would. You know what I mean? <laughs> keeping, keeping that house clean yeah, just for these so, challenges. So I realized real quick, I'm like, I cannot. And partially, and my six-year-old, like, I couldn't because she would... She's heavy on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So she kept hearing me play this song over and over again. I knew eventually she <laughs> would find it. out. Yeah. And then I swear to God, man, I would gouge my eyes there's, out. There's some, I get, there's like, it's like body positive. Like there's a whole positivity thing to it. Again, <laughs> women should be able to want to feel beautiful without uh, some dude dropping a dick pic in her DMs right after posting that. Like that, mm-hmm. all right. of that should be be a thing and they should cheer each other on we should cheer them on that's of course, true. you know it's true like that's all cool but you know there are definitely women doing this yeah, who are know. just like how short can this skirt get you know like, exactly yeah that's well it's actually going a little bit further than that one is it yeah, it, 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 it it's went off the rails today twitter twitter is uh twitter could be a very dark place yeah <laughs> <laughs> not that i really know because i stay off of twitter um, other than show purposes, uh, so Coalition said, "How many videos did y'all watch for research purposes?" I'm curious. Listen, I didn't watch that many. Thirty-five thousand four hundred and fifteen. <laughs> How many people are on uh, Instagram? How many five women? Billion, five billion. I'm probably seeing just about. I'm that, telling you, one day I was just there with my glasses on in the dark. Man, just how light. many is all of them? Yeah. Yeah. Every video was. Bu- Wait till we get that joint going right there. Uh, uh, I'll say this much. That, I've only seen three. That's a very loaded question, but I will mm-hmm. ask y'all this. And two of them was somebody busting open the Bible to read verses. Yeah, bust open that Bible. Um, I mean, it's a very loaded question. I will ask y'all though, how many episodes have we done? <laughs> 235. My number is way past that. I tell you that right oh, now. Yeah, I'm gonna get in trouble on the way home today too. Uh, yeah. I'm looking for I'll, video quality. Okay, video quality. I just see the production and video. We are trying to get our pod up on vid- on YouTube. We just mm-hmm. research purposes. Yeah, yeah research. That's, all, that's it. Just watching. Well, this one was shot in 720. <laughs> this one was 1080. <laughs> hmm, this one a 14. For- wow, wow, man, yeah, man. Oh, that's funny. I man. didn't watch that many. But are, 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 when do y'all think we're going to get over these challenges? Is this just people just being bored and too much time? Because, again, they just make up the silliest challenges, it seems like. Now you know what? Because I'm keeping 100. The what you call one, uh, we, should, we, should, we should do one. The, uh, <laughs> I like some of them when they do like this. 
It's this dude that just the Cavs did one as a whole team. I don't know if you saw oh, that one. It's no. a stupid dance. It's like a stupid it's, I dance. I the name man. of the dance. I can't it's, remember. It's on the top of Junebug challenge. June, yeah, 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 yeah. It's all kind of challenges, man. I mean, I think a lot of people are doing things, especially nowadays, because of the nature of what's going on, going on out here in the world as far as this whole COVID thing. People yeah. at the house. Mm-hmm. People, you know, you do have some people that's actually like at the crib and mm. not, I know a couple people myself that's like I ain't going nowhere mm-hmm. you know so I, mean, yeah, I think it's cool more I, people I are watching them, them yeah, as well yeah. as more people do right 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 like these challenges have existed for a long time mm. right you know like there was the uh, remember the mannequin challenge yeah. Yeah. a few years back and you roll through and everybody's just Remember, stuck or, remember when people were doing the planking stuff? Oh Was that a challenge? Planking, too? yeah. Shout yeah. out to Ed. We did a plank. I did a plank. It was fun. I know. We planked at his wedding. His wife planked in her wedding dress on the bar at Windows on the River. And there was the um, money like, well spent. Like a lot of the sports <laughs> teams Man. did the one where uh, I don't remember what the song uh, was. The, the, the heat did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like the like your everybody's just mm-hmm. kind of dancing or whatever and then it costumes. changed yeah crazy yeah. costumes mm-hmm. like that was yeah. a whole thing the indians did one yeah they yeah one spring training too. yeah because yep. even terry francona was in it mm-hmm. or something yeah. oh yeah, he, he did, did it, it. Yeah. yeah so but anyway yeah i just i just caught one or three and then i left it alone you know i just left the challenges alone you know what i mean I don't challenges are are here to stay to, yeah, here to stay. amuse and entertain the kids, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. it's a young person's thing, yeah. really. You, you know? gotta think about it too. A lot of people that's doing these challenges, you know, the main uh, objective is to go viral. Mm. Yeah. So you got a lot of people that's that's trying to go viral off of this yeah. shit too. I so. mean, we saw something. What was that this week? Where it wasn't a challenge, but the one cat that does the the impressions of of NBA players and stuff like that. Yeah. He's funny as hell. He's man. Funny, he's been I'm doing 36. them. He's been doing them since Brown was back in Cleveland, mm-hmm. like with Kyrie and stuff. So he did the one where this week after Brown hit the three pointer like the night before, mm-hmm. basically he had turned yeah. his back to the court as the ball was in the air, mm-hmm. and so it was right before the trade. Well, so I, I guess it was last week then. Mm-hmm. It was, it was right before the trade. Last week, yeah. Right before the trade of Harden going to Brooklyn, and he, did, you know, God, what is his name? I wish we, uh, maybe, maybe Bruce, uh, Bruce could pull it up real quick. Uh, but, uh, but he did the whole little video so about Harden. He got Harden. traded to the Mets. Yeah, yeah, he's like the Mets. <laughs> he got traded to the Mets. It's, it's like it's oh, hilarious. Um, one supreme dream. Yeah, supreme dream. Yeah, yeah. It was funny listening to him talk about it because because Brian saw it and then retweeted it on his Twitter. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, yo, we've been doing this. I think he said for five years they've been doing yeah, the video. Five gotta, years plus they've been doing the videos. Well, viral. And he was just like, that's the first time they went viral. Even mm-hmm. though he's a funny dude, I've been watching him for a minute. They were actually dressed up because they were recording a skit at the time when they mm-hmm. saw that it went, that, that Brian mm-hmm. you know, retweeted it and went viral. And it's just like, that's the work that people putting in right now with, with doing stuff like that. Well, you have to drop that. Yeah, but that's who's been putting in that work yeah, for yeah, five yeah, years. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. People miss that. You do, yeah, you do stuff all the time, consistency, and then you hope it catches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so what? We got one more thing we can do. We got time for one more thing before we um, wrap it up. What we got, man? I, I I got the one that we probably could talk about for Go two ahead. minutes, and then we get out. Uh, it's actually yours in a sense with your coworker. Oh shit! Yeah, let's do this real quick, man. So, all right, I'll tell the story. Our last ten minutes. So yeah, that's a yep. One supreme yep. You put the, yep. the video up. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll. Hopefully we got this up next week. Yeah, we had a TV up next week. We can uh, maybe we can drop that into. We'll drop it into the thing. Once you start getting the video, we got some we, we got some yeah. dope stuff coming. Yeah, maybe we drop some stuff in there. And the people that ain't been to the studio yet, y'all got to get your mask and come check out the space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, man. But, all right, so go ahead. Last, so last all right, I'm at I'm at work, man. This is dude, man. Um, 
<laughs> so uh, I'm trying to explain. white do the work. You know, no, no, never any no issue. No shade to our pressing company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 the first white guy on the show. <laughs> no, not actually. You're not. <laughs> uh, oh, the first one was really weird. Well, yeah, you know, he was a comedian too, wasn't he? I'm not sure. Yeah, he was because he, yeah, he was, was one of yeah. yeah, yeah, that was really most weird. My, most of my non-white friends call me light skin. <laughs> so. They usually say they usually say I'm light skin, not white. So. <laughs> but um, no, I'm just saying. I was trying to explain it because I was about to say cool dude, but he's just a whatever. He's very religious guy. I'm not gonna say what religion. All right, okay. Mm-hmm. Cleveland Heights religion. All right, Catholic. Or Jewish. Anyway, I'm not going to confirm or deny. He'd be walking on Friday evenings. <laughs> <laughs> so, I see him so like, I see him like conjuring up the, like, the, 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 the whatever, like the, what do you call that? He getting his, he getting his, his, his gumption. Or something. Yeah, like yeah, he yeah. was, like, all right, I'm going to ask him. I'm going to ask him this. So, he first walked over to me. He must have heard me in conversation or something. So he was like, "What? What part of uh, South Euclid are you in?" And I'm not the big on that kind of shit. Reside. He what like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, I'm like, um, not too far from Cedar. Like, I'm not giving you mm-hmm. he, he my direct location. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, not too, that's too, not too far from me. I'm like, oh okay. And he was like, so you're originally from East Cleveland? I'm like, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. He was like, is it really as bad as they say it is? You know, like, you know, like crime and, and you know, uh, you know, just the environment over. I'm like, you know, probably, yeah, probably a little bit worse. But yeah, he was like, you know, I, <laughs> because I stopped on Euclid one time to get some gas and just didn't seem that bad. <laughs> like, what the fuck is he talking about? I'm like, listen. And I turned to him. I said, listen, stopping and getting some gas in East Cleveland and growing up there is two different things, man. Mm-hmm. And he kind of like had this look like, hmm. And I just walked away, man. But like, the thing about it, it was not, the conversation didn't even freak me out. It wasn't like it was, um, it was like I couldn't believe it. The one thing I couldn't, the only thing I couldn't believe was like the instinctual shit that's like, damn, this is so, it's normal to me to understand how different these two environments are. Like I have firsthand knowledge of just how fucking different East Cleveland is from damn near every other environment that's not an East Cleveland style environment on planet right, Earth. Right, like right, right. I, I physically know the feeling of being there and the feeling of like going to Gannon University. Like it's a different world. Right. Like it's not even like. Right. You said you went to Gannon when I went to Erie, what was that, a couple of years back? Uh-huh. And I saw, remember I took the picture and I showed yeah. you. <laughs> Like, this is a totally this is a different, different place. World, bro. <laughs> I was straight from East Cleveland to Erie. So it's just crazy how we live in a in a country where like um I don't think we I don't think anybody should be striving for like this level of it's so it, 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 I'm trying to figure out how to say it. It's so hard to expect every single person to see the world the way you see the world. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you meet, like me and Steve meet each other. You meet people, whoever, whatever, just people from different backgrounds. You know what I mean? Meet people who grew up on the West side where I, you know, work at now. It's a completely different world on the West side. Damn you know sure. what I mean? It's, yeah. a, it's the Latino community is heavy. You just meet different people. 
yeah. you hopefully you meet like-minded people and you all vibe and you cool and you realize we're all whatever the normal shit we just humans you just become friends with people it's not even a big issue but you also got to prepare yourself for people who have zero desire to make those connections and will never venture into those worlds mm. because you don't have to vis- you don't have to venture into the actual world of East Cleveland to realize, yeah, this is different. You know what I mean? Even meeting and talking to somebody, when you become friends with them, you realize like, all right, these things about us are similar. You know what I mean? But these things about us are different. You know what I mean? And you yeah. embrace that and you help, you know, it helps you grow in the friendship with that person. And it was just like, in that moment, I'm like, damn, like we, it, it, it's certain people in this world that will just never see the world the way you see the world. And it's okay, it's, that's even not an issue. But um, it, I just wish we could kind of change the narrative a little bit. Like the vision of what we're trying to accomplish with everybody coming together. Like we got to under... It's, I look, it's like a... I guess tolerance is a good word. Yeah. Right? You know, I always say one of the, one of the things that I, I love to live by is is the statement, you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's very accurate. And through my life, I've tried to take a step back. And when somebody says something stupid, I think to myself, all right, but do they just not know? Is this a teachable moment right here? And let me, now let me, you know, some to some aspect, I guess it becomes a whole mansplaining thing. But whatever. Let me enlighten you a little mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. about the knowledge that I have that you clearly do not have. Mm-hmm. And then from there, though, it's up to that person. Right. Right? You don't know what you don't know, but then mm-hmm. it becomes... Do you want to know? Yeah, Do you care know. when you find out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so like that's that's a whole thing. Are you willing to sit down and listen? Mm-hmm. And and that's a that's a huge part of it, but you you can't have people who pop off the moment that people don't know. Yeah. Cuz because like yeah, you, you can't yeah. You live in two different lifestyles. Yeah, yeah. How how would, you know, even though this guy maybe grew up only in Cleveland Heights, mm-hmm. uh, there was everything that you need is it's in there. Cleveland Heights, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. So he may never have left. Yeah. For all you know, this kid went to John Carroll University <laughs> right there. You know what I mean? Like literally, he never yeah. had left. Yeah. So how would he know? Yeah. And you can't you can't fault them because there's so much that goes into it. Mm-hmm. You know, people's parents, right? Their parents didn't teach them about these things, and that's yeah. not their fault. Their their school didn't. Yeah. But again, it's that eagerness to learn and the willingness to be open to that. And you know stuff. what he could have been that could have been of a, a, a reaching out. It was it was just what what I guess annoyed me in the moment was the naivety. Like the way he, he was so naive. Yeah. He said mm-hmm. it. It was like, well we'll stop to the gas station and it's okay. Well you know what go buy a fucking house on Coit and come talk to me in a year. <laughs> right. But, it, but it, to me it's almost we're sports fans. It, it, to me it's kinda like going to a sports bar. Like we're all not here to be fans of the same team. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have the same thing invested, you know what I mean? But we're here for a common purpose to root for our team. We're here to enjoy sports. And I think that's the thing with life. Like we we all have different experiences and I can't just somehow become a Bills fan because you're a Bills fan. Yeah. Right? But I can appreciate there are certain parts of me once I learn the plight of the Detroit Lions, <laughs> I can then – sympathize with the Detroit Lions when Dan Campbell does a fucking opening press conference (laughs) 
that is that would make me pull my hair out if that was the Browns hiring him as a, as a coach. Right. Go ahead, Bruce. Go, go, going back with that last, <clears throat> going back to the last subject, what you were saying, like um, what you was getting at, that they don't know this and that, but basically what the term would be, it, ignorance is bliss. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like yeah. so, so, so. If they if they don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, if they don't know, then, you know, yeah. um, as far as that, as far as when you're talking about the whole these Cleveland to mm-hmm. the, the thing as far as that, and, and Steve, you was talking about that same aspect, but, like, basically, in, in a nutshell, it was yeah, it, 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 it bliss. Like, if they don't know about it mm-hmm. and they ain't trying to know about it, then, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. And ignorance and being ignorant has... Two different things. Well, yeah, you know, it's like the word has such a negative connotation to it, right. mm-hmm. but it's like... But it's a real thing. You yes. say, okay, it's bliss. It's just because you didn't know. Like, hey, that's not necessarily your fault right. entirely that you didn't know. And that's that's something that we're trying to get over as a yep. country right yep. now, right? Right. It's 100%. like, all right, it's not it's not my fault that I didn't know. But now that it's been brought to my attention, it is my fault if I choose to ignore mm-hmm. and not find out more. Yeah. Like that's that's when then that's when you're being ignorant. Yeah, that's what right, right, right. That's yeah, that's yeah. not ignorance, that's, that's ignorance. Yeah, that's yeah. me turning a blind right. eye and being like, eh, but that doesn't really impact yeah. me. Like, oh. Because because it um even even, you know, I, I, um, I sit on a pile of time. I work in the schools. And um, it's ironic because I couldn't stay in school when I was in school. But I don't think <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because, you know, um us on the you know, the administrative team, they understand my purpose and role at the school. You know what I mean? Being a a black male from the inner city, working in the inner city with a diverse group of kids. Like, they get it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if everybody else outside of the leadership team at the school understands because oftentimes people see school administrators and they think they fit in the box. Like, if you work in the school and you wear a shirt and tie every day to work, then you must be you know, from such and such place, and mm-hmm. you had this kind of upbringing. You did this, and you graduated yeah. from this school. Right, 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 right. This GPA, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I had to. I had to take my first semester, and and uh, what they put in, which I'm not even close to, but they had to put me and my boys in remedial classes just because Shaw High School did not offer classes that registered with the clearinghouse with the NCAA. <laughs> so they had yeah. to, for the first semester, like, hey, you need English, right? Like, you need, yeah, to, right. You need to write papers, dog. You never wrote, written papers before. So, but, um, which yeah. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not mad at them or anything like that. Um, it's just, when you're, um, when you're kind of on a mission to do something, you know what I mean? You're trying to impact kids in a certain way. You know, when, when you have a, a and people, I don't know. Sometimes you can get so focused on that mission and it's like somebody's trying to talk to you. It almost feels and you it's not. But when you're in the midst of it, it feels like an attack on the mission. Like because without the experience of being in a classroom of 27 kids with 11 books, you know what I mean? <laughs> Coming through Kirk and, and Shaw without that experience, my like hunger to help these kids wouldn't be as high. You know what I'm saying? So to minimize that is almost chipping away at your mission. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I respect the fact that you don't think it was that serious. <laughs> but I would really love for you to 
take your kids out of the school they go to up there and, and them place them in the yeah, chambers. Yeah. And they had this conversation yeah. with me next year. I, I would like you to go to more than one gas station in East Cleveland. I went to a gas station in East Cleveland in at least three years. And I only went then because it was late and I wanted some Angela Mead, but I was on E. You know what I'm saying? That's about it. Like, bro, I'm, I, I stopped by my parents today and I put the cookies on the porch. She kept going. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Only got cookies, people. Leave me. Toast like the newspaper. Turn off of Euclid when you're driving down East Cleveland. Yeah, he's, he's like, yeah. I was on Euclid. Like, well, you know, there's other streets. Yeah, go yeah. down Hayden and have the same conversation. But there are no more streetlights between Shaw and RTA Station. Like right, yeah, yeah, right on Hayden. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't even stop on Hayden no more. That it's is okay. fucked it's up. Okay. The city was like, listen, we don't think it's safe. For y'all to stop at a red light. <laughs> so we gonna take all these bitches out. La, la, last, last, it's about a mile of the city where you, you just keep rolling. Stop at a red light. La, last week, last week you was talking about the whole Forest Hill thing. You know what I'm saying? Like how it was like blackout, black. like blackout. You rolled down. You know what I'm saying it? like no. I, 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 well, I used to work at Renner Center back in the day on this mm-hmm. side of town, so I had to go mm-hmm. up uptown. But when you said it last week on the uh, mm-hmm. fifth anniversary, or no, yeah, fifth anniversary, or, or or the week before, but mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, you were saying like how it was a blackout mm-hmm. over that way, and it's that close to. That Cleveland yeah. Heights, like Monticello yeah. and all that crap. You know what I mean? They don't even want yeah. you to you, stop. You, know, <laughs> you also have this thing right now where because so much has been brought to the attention of people who didn't notice it. Again, ignorance mm-hmm. is bliss. Previously, mm-hmm. you have this population of white people <laughs> trying who, to get info my- <laughs> who don't know how to ask you a question. I, he was trying to ask me that question for four months. He was yeah. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I felt it building up. He, he was really, like, day after day. <laughs> for probably like the very good reason, you yeah, know, positive things he wanted to talk to you about it, but he didn't know oh, how right. to. And it's like, listen, you know, as a representative of white people, <laughs> I just want to tell my fellow whites, like, you just talk, you know, people are people. Yeah, I'll keep it 100 with you. I love you. Like, you know, yeah, like, I'll talk. tell you the truth, man. Just talk. Like, did I ever ask you such dumb things when we were working together? Don't seem that bad. Okay. Because I get what you're trying to say, but come on, man. Like, just, uh, I don't know. But you, yeah, yeah that's, it's just a crazy, it's a crazy oh, thing, I, I think, thing to ask somebody. Oh, the guy ever said to you about East Cleveland when we were working together, I was like, hey, I've been to Happy. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll stop. Happy yeah. Pizza, baby. <laughs> But no, it's, it's cool. I mean, it, 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 it is a very unique um, upbringing. It is, man. I don't think it's... Um, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, please. you ask... Is it as bad as you think it is? The city went bankrupt. Yeah, what are you talking the about? The city went bankrupt. And it was supposed to be absorbed by Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. But for some reason, fought not to be, which is... And now it's... Uh, right, because really, Cleveland proper is so much better yeah, than right. East exactly. Cleveland. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, like eh, we can't take... Like most of the people that come from it, it's very proud. Mm-hmm. Um, and Partially because you, I'm sorry, real quick, my bad for jumping in. I'm really sorry. Because mm-hmm. it's like you fight through a gauntlet and then you come to out the there. other end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, look, I made it through that. Look, yeah. look. And you know, it's a weird, weird so sense pe- of pride. So people that are from there are very proud. So I remember when the whole issue was up, people were sitting like, no, 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 we don't want to. And I'm looking like, yes, <laughs> do it. I know like, Cleveland's like, not great, it. but we ain't shit. Yeah, I mean, and, 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 and no matter what, even if we do. Say the city did and that sent it to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Shaw and the city is so dope that we're going to mm-hmm. keep our identity no matter yeah, what. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, like, but for the sake of the city, y'all need to do this shit. And I know it's a lot of people that's that's against it. Uh, that probably will be watching the show or or, or will hear about mm-hmm. it throughout the course of the week or whatever. But um, 
you know, I mean, it's they. To me, in my opinion, they they really dropped the ball with it. They should have yeah. done it. They 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 should have they should have mixed into the city. But yeah. And then too, real quick, as far as you know, as far as East Cleveland, the area we grew up in, I can't necessarily say that I had great times growing up in, the, in East Cleveland. We had like I I didn't experience a whole lot of bullshit in East Cleveland growing up. Like I think we were just oblivious. I remember my stuff. daddy used to leave the door open. I mean, we were oblivious to a lot of stuff, though. I mean, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, like, I was but, hanging but, on Page and Wildmore, though, by the way. Oh, I take that back. But, dude. Playboy, you've told a story about looking out your window and seeing somebody yeah. get shot. This shit was normal, though. <laughs> but, exactly. I mean, I'm just, saying. it's not. You know. Just, I mean, I have one. I, I didn't grow up in East Cleveland. I grew up when I was a little kid. I grew up in Maple Heights. I saw that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe, yeah. It's cop cars outside. My, we, uh, you pretty much did grow up in East Cleveland. We grew up in Maple My dad lived down the street in a house. Like, we lived in a house that got divorced, and then my mom moved down the street, and we had what was called a condo. It was just a glorified, really small apartment. <laughs> Man, there were cop cars outside, drug deals going on in the parking lot, right outside my bedroom window, because we were on the first floor. I'm just hearing it, oh, whatever, flashing lights on my ceiling, whatever. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man, this is, this is, I don't yeah. know. It was, a, it was a crazy, it was a crazy situation. It, yeah. Not crazy, it was, it was just something. Can, yeah. I, can I, of, I ask a question? Mm-hmm. What about yeah, you? Yeah, mm-hmm. well, You know, because... Again, going back to, I guess it ties in what I was saying, like I, I'm trying to build up everything like for Cleveland and stuff. Mm-hmm. Does it take somebody to become, like I'm not famous, but mm-hmm. does it take somebody famous? Like we think about Halle Berry, right? Mm-hmm. All the time. And mm-hmm. and most of the national people will be like, she's from Cleveland area? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she's went from to Bedford. Bedford. My, my, my aunt yeah. went right. to school with her, yeah. And she doesn't necessarily rep it a ton. Yeah. But does, it take, does it take somebody on a to, national level that was from East Cleveland mm-hmm. to be like, hey, to do what, do what LeBron does flight. for Akron. Yes, 100%. And and should they? It, you don't, it's just, for so long, it's everybody trying to escape it and then not go back and try to make it better. To be my honest opinion, my honest opinion to this is this. Um, I think there's aspects of it you can make better. Hmm. Um, when I worked, at the, I worked at the county as a social worker, and I, I got in trouble by the, the you got to do like a three month training when you work at the county. So mm-hmm. this week we were working with the lawyers or whatever at the county. They were giving us all the legal jargon or whatever. And I remember the lawyer got mad at me because they were talking about saving every kid. And I'm like, listen, some of these kids ain't going to make it. Y'all know that, right? And she got mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just the law of averages. Um, I think, unfortunately, there's going to be aspects of East Cleveland that are unsafeable, if that's even a word. You mm. know what I mean? Mm. But I think we got to do our best to like focus in on the school system. What the fuck? What can we do to like what LeBron does? You know what I mean? In Akron, you know what I mean? How can we improve the school system? Yeah. Like we're going to have to attack specific things in the city right. because you have a city where you have residents and it's somewhere between at this point 15 to 18% ownership. That's it. So you don't have people who even give a fuck about the community. So it's going to be really hard to attack some of the, you know, a lot of people own different, you know, they own land, they own, you know, dilapidated buildings, buildings that are falling apart because they don't want to give up the land because Cleveland Clinic is trying to build and trying to sell some Mm -hmm. of the stuff to Cleveland Clinic. So you got like a bunch of little petty wars going on in the underbelly of the city, which people are just allow a building to go for 20 years and disintegrate like right in front of your yeah. eyes and do nothing about it because at some point Cleveland Clinic's going to buy it to tear it down and build to create a parking lot or whatever yeah. or build a but it's outpatient like, center. Wouldn't that be better than this empty building it's, that 
you know, awful shit. Can exactly. Just happen. Yeah. And it's, you, got, you got awful things that you got, you know, mm-hmm. bandos, you got people doing drugs, selling drugs, you know, all kind of stuff yeah. out of it, but they don't really care. So I think what we have to do is focus on the stuff we can like literally change. Like we have to focus on the education system in the city. We had to focus on parks and recreation, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, th- I was talking to my brother about it, uh, you know, shout out to my brother. I, I don't, I don't care about, you know, I try to humble other stuff. I always prop up my brother, shout out to Dr. Darren Reed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I got to give him his props, but we be talking about that stuff all the time, man. Like what can we do uh, in the city? You know what I'm saying? To help the city. I mean, you know what reality is too? Uh, and nothing towards against your brother or anything mm-hmm. like that. But the reality is too, you 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 said something from the onset as far as being somebody that is from here that made it or mm-hmm. whatever. The problem is people need to start putting their money where their mouth is. Mm-hmm. You have people that we all know that got money yeah. that are not doing yeah. and buying back property and different things to uplift or yeah. build the community, you know, back to where it used but to the, be. The, the, that's the that's what I was saying. You're right. But in talking to him about it, yeah. There are people who are attempting to purchase different shit in the city, but it's all kind of political dumb shit. You got, I don't want us to get, allegedly, I don't want us to, allegedly. the fans <laughs> yeah, to shut us down. You, know you got like HUD in different places who got ownership of these. Like you would think of some, you know, a deadbeat landlord somewhere who lives in right. Lorette. No. They just own it. The government owns some of these damn yeah. buildings and they're not giving them up. They're not selling them shits. Because when the corporations like Cleveland Clinic or RTA swoops in they wanna, to yeah. try to buy the air, they want to have, you know, have it money. and then sell it. So you got people, so you have, and it's, and it's like on main roads like Euclid, like, yeah, you know what U- I mean? Euclid is the top. But I, Superior, I, yeah. like these, these yeah. streets that are like main roads in East Cleveland and they're owned by federal is is there programs or whatever? Uh, I don't know. We're probably going way longer. Yeah, 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 yeah. We good, man. Is there is you know a negative aspect to it, but is there some benefit to a gentrification? You're right. I was just getting ready to bring it up. I'm not. I was just listen, getting ready to bring it up. Tell I'm, I'm not mad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Talk about it. I mean, you know what's the weird part about that? As I'm, I'm the person that. Because one of my questions was that that when we talk about just not even on this was just when I'm always thinking about stuff was, do we hold any type of responsibility ourselves as when we get to a certain point of of being a little bit more successful, Mm -hmm. making a little bit more money? Do we do we have an obligation to at some point come home? Because I'm because. None of us is coming home. I'm looking for a house. I brought up a house looking, last week. I'm looking for a house. <laughs> I brought up a house. I saw one online. I'm like, ooh, this house. The, the mortgage is only seven something. My mom, he was like, get that fucking East Cleveland house. Yes. <laughs> nah, bro. He wasn't on it. Get that piece of shit house out of my face. Well, it, it wasn't even that. It was just. It was just <laughs> no, no. The, I, the one apartment though. I, I was looking yeah, at East Cleveland, but it's just. It's, but it's just. It's the. Y'all know I me. Mean? I, I rent in Mayfield now, you know, and, and I'm looking like I would go Gates further Mills. out. Gates it's Mills. on the border. <laughs> it's not Gates Mills. You trying to dumb it down for the hood. Right. You Gates gotta, Mills. No, when I put not. his address in. He's in, he's in Mayfield Village. Okay? Yeah, he's in the village. <laughs> I know that area because we went from Mayfield no, Heights to Chesterwood. No, okay. no but, uh, but it's just. <laughs> it's just, do we got this thing where we should come again? You, yeah, right. you, you get a little successful. 
Should you come home? Should you buy a property there? Should you start trying to change the narrative of the space? To Steve's point, though, if I move back, I'm... I'll be gentrifying the neighborhood because I want more almond milk and say more. Like, but no, it's no, different no. if we just go. Sorry, go ahead. Well, see, that's the thing. When you speak of gentrification, I that's, be, that's going to come into a point of whether or not you're going to be allowed back inside that city. Yeah, you're being real, right? Let's it be becomes, real about it. Self becomes Are too you expensive. Are you going to be able to afford it? It's going to be a but property. I mean, that, we could, I'm, I'm not being like we could afford to move back to. But let's just say oh, easy. The people but, there would have to move. But let's just well, say that's the problem, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> you see that in Cleveland. So I used to work for apartment buildings in downtown yeah. Cleveland, right? Mm-hmm. And I watched new buildings and everything gets redone. And there were affordable. There was affordable living for everybody in downtown Cleveland. And slowly but surely, it. Now goes away, and I'm not even talking like Section Eight housing. We're right. talking about apartments that were 700 yeah. bucks yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody could afford. Now, you live right. downtown now. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's at least fifteen. That's what I'm saying. And, yeah, and so yeah. you're right. But then, like, it's like, well, where do these people go? Right. Where do you go? <clears throat> and you know, you build up new apartment buildings, even in Ohio City area and Tremont, and you tear them down. Right. Now, one thing I think that you could do. So, if you're somebody that wants to go back, and I guess it's. It's like that gray area. It's not really gentrification, but it's improving the area. Depending on how much things cost, if you could go and buy up a grouping of houses and land, right? And wipe out, because that's a lot of the problem, are these dilapidated houses Mm -hmm. that are just sitting there. And if you have the money and there's a house that's $30,000, because that that happens Mm -hmm. in East Cleveland, Mm -hmm. and maybe you can buy- (laughs) $3,000. Yeah, so maybe maybe you can buy three or four Mm -hmm. houses, like that's a real thing, and then still have money to knock that shit down, and Mm -hmm. you own all of that land, Mm -hmm. but what you've just done Mm -hmm. is create this quote unquote safe space yeah, like this true. area and yeah, now right. it takes a couple more people to do that and mm. it grows and it grows without necessarily the gentrification process yeah. but you're just you're eliminating the risks for because it all goes back to youth right yeah. yep. you're eliminating the spots for them to get into trouble mm-hmm. and for there to be issues yeah. and or drug deals to happen mm. that go you know just under the radar and nobody has any idea that they're they're sitting yeah. in these spots. Right. So like that, that's a way to do it. Yeah, that's the fuck. You got one last thing real quick. Oh yeah, this is a wrap up. I know I know we're about to wrap up, but um like even with going with the whole uh, the subject I was talking about the matter. Um, like even like for instance, Huff. You know what I mean, like mm-hmm. uh, like because you know it, it was a uh, like a flight type deal, like mm-hmm. um, like flighting. So starting from the downtown, you saying you did that, Steve, and then going up, but so. Then they, they start trying to bring it back so the commute won't be as far. So like if you look mm-hmm. at Huff, like where mm-hmm. some of these houses like they look look like a Sacramore Hills type deal mm-hmm. or uh, whatever yeah. whatever type deal, and it's in the middle of then Huff the, but, but, but then, 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 then you turn a corner, you turn a corner now it's, it's a it's a bando right by mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? So like so what y'all saying? Um, all, all four of y'all mm-hmm. and, and myself included, you know. What y'all saying is that it is it is where where are you gonna do it at? And even what you were saying as far as like a celebrity or whatever, like for instance, I say Steve Harvey. Mm-hmm. No puns because your name is Steve as well. But, um, <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah, we're the same. <laughs> but um, but like you know, like I mean, he, he he talk a lot about you know him growing up here in the Cleveland area, this mm-hmm. and that. But I'm not saying what he did, what he do what or he don't do yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you know, what I'm saying I, I, I leave that I leave that for the fans or I leave that for mm-hmm. the listeners, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But so it, it, I don't think it always take a celebrity or whatever. It's all about 
who want to do it. Like for instance, exactly. uh, the, the gentleman, um, the gentleman. I don't know if y'all hit the walk. You know what I'm saying? Down in uh, Case Court. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like down, down in the projects and mm -hmm. the PJs, whatnot. But look him up. Like he, he do a lot of stuff for you know in that area that he grew up in and this okay. and that. So, mm -hmm. but. With that being said, um, so I, I don't know, man. It's all about the person that want to do something. You know I mean? and, and just to feed, piggyback off that real quick, that's that's absolutely one hundred percent correct. Part of the problems too, as well, is let's be let's be real. We have to come together and do things together to to get stuff yeah. accomplished. It's all good if I got a hundred thousand. I try to do this, but if we got four, five, six, seven, eight, ten other people that's, that's contributing mm -hmm. fifty grand or or whatever the case, and they, next thing you know, we got a, a million dollars and we didn't bought a whole lot of shit. What's, what's, what's wrong with having one acre plots in East Cleveland? Right. Yeah. You know, a lot, a lot of a lot of suburban towns years ago they used to do that mm -hmm. to. Uh, monitor and and keep the population down, mm -hmm. but keep everything in check. Well, we can't, and and then you're not building houses on top of houses yeah. because as things fall out, it happens in every. Like, do you know you know the Huff neighborhood used to be like the epicenter for oh, yeah. music and oh, shit. Yeah, it was like there's, a, I can't think of what the bar nightclub was that was there, but, but uh, that's where the Indians used to play. In yeah, yeah. in League Park. I but know, but yeah. I mean, it was incredible. There was this amazing. Ah, oh, goddamn! I wish I could remember the name. Lexington. Of it. Yeah, yeah. That is like, amazing a bar and and nightclub that was like underneath and just beautiful inside mm -hmm. and and it was huge in the fifties and I mean, you have Diana Ross before she's Diana Ross and the mm -hmm. Supremes is performing in this mm -hmm. place and mm -hmm. uh, like was it Leo's? Yes, Leo. It was Leo's. It was yeah. Leo's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Man, like you, stories like that and mm -hmm. and I think some of those things are so yeah, it's not always a celebrity, yeah. Yeah. but sometimes it's that nostalgia. Like, hey, this is what this city was. Mm -hmm. It can still. To be that and think about East Cleveland. We, we had a millionaire's row yeah. in East Cleveland. Yeah, with the, the houses still are immaculate. My house I grew up in is, I keep. We had eighteen rooms in our house, man. Our house is immaculate. We had a breakfast nook and a reading room and a sun porch. Four bedrooms, finished basement, bathroom in the basement, bar in the basement, laundry room, store. It was immaculate. Those our, houses on that street over there. It's amazing. It's, it's the, yeah. the, the, the our third floor the, had the, a little the, mini the, the, yeah. the mutual yeah. friend we had with, you know, with Mark. Yeah, yeah Mark. You crazy. go in their house. Yeah. It, it was rooms upstairs and <laughs> the downstairs was this. I this had my basement. My room in the basement was the third floor. We had a, a, a common area, then a bedroom and a bathroom on the third. It was yeah. those houses are immaculate. Mm -hmm. But it's something you said, man, and it's it. it it's the it, to me. It's the thing that we have to figure out. Who wants this to either? Who's the driving force behind this, or who doesn't want this to change? Where do those people go? Mm -hmm. And yeah. for right now, those people are in East Cleveland. Yeah. And I don't know if they got any plans to put them anywhere else. And they're almost forcing them to East Cleveland. Well, they gonna push them out at some point because that's, East Cleveland is, we all know it. They all four to, of us, and all five of us yeah. know it. It's prime real estate. We see Cleveland yeah. Clinic inching. They want that whole down. area. They, 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 they have to absorb into Cleveland so that Shaw High School, which they rebuilt, which ain't going no damn where, can now pull Cleveland kids from all over the city of Cleveland, yep. repopulate that high school, and they, they don't have to, Cleveland have to absorb East Cleveland, man. They that do what they did with like Max Hayes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Shit, at one point, uh, Shaw was what? We was D one. Now oh, yeah. like what division man, four, four five? man? Because, yeah. because population, it's yeah. crazy. Nobody goes to the school. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I know we old now, but we've been out for twenty years. But I remember we, my freshman class was like three hundred and sixty some odd people. We only graduated one hundred eighty nine. But you multiply that times four, we had like 1,400 people in that damn yeah. school. Yeah. yeah. 
Right. Now they might have 500 people in that school. Right. Maybe. Right. There's a famous actress that was born in East Cleveland, though, right now. Who's that? Uh, her name is Yvette Nicole. Oh, Brown. yeah. Yeah. She's on. Um, is she, she on Superstore? Uh, she was on Community. Community. For Community. Years That's and what years. it was. And, then, uh, and she loved. Um, did you ever see the. All right. You see the like latest The Avengers movies? Yeah. Uh, so, like. Endgame, the last one. They did. So okay. So so you haven't seen Endgame? Mm -mm. Oh, you have. Oh, my favorite. All right. So when you know who Yvette Nicole Brown is? I'm not sure. So all right, when they go back in time, when Uh Captain America and Iron Man go back in time, and they're on that base, and they're trying to get this up. Tony Tony Senior. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and he gets on Captain America's on the elevator. They're both on the elevator with that woman. And she's kind of eyeballing him. Yeah, that's her. She's, okay, he's all right. Yeah, she yeah. put the shot. Okay, yeah, she's John Hinton. There's a bunch of people John from there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But John Hinton kind of fell off from the Tally Brothers from the Bills back in the nineties. Sure did, sure did. But the, yeah. But, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so they're on John Tally again. Yeah, but, going back to the, but the biggest, the biggest thing that Shaw do have is that dog on marching band. Yeah, I keep it afloat because they, they don't yeah, fight. Say they don't fight. Yeah, All right, go ahead, yeah, Mo. You know, say, oh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Goddamn, hey, hey, they ain't been around the world, baby. You know what I'm saying? They twirling, they twirling and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? I can't think of a better way to end this episode. That's a high note. That's how you kill. That's how you do it with a high note. Inspiration for Dick Cannon. Thank you. He thought he was drawn. You know, Drumline was after me, right? Yeah, yeah. He made this movie because of me. We gonna go. Go ahead and wrap this show up, man. Um, um, Steve, thank you for man, sitting down Steve, with us this you, week, yeah, man. Absolutely. Uh, give them all your shits. Let them know how they can reach you. Oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Instagram at uh, the guy Steve. Twitter the Steve guy, and uh, you know, just plug in Happy Hour with Steve Guy on stuff, and and you'll find it. And the other podcast is called uh, I'll Be Right Over Here, the Wingman Podcast, oh, and well. Cleveland Comedy Festival. Look up for that. I got yeah. one last thing to add to Steve, but I know we got to get out of here. I don't know if you still do this. Steve used to do this thing on Twitter. It was so fucking funny. Steve man. Guy tweets? <laughs> so some people would tweet like, hey, this Steve guy, you know what I mean? Fuck my drink up at Starbucks the other day. And he'll be like, hey, I'm sorry. I apologize. It wasn't. You, you know, just find a random Steve? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's people that don't know Steve's last name. And they'll just tweet out like, this Steve guy, you know. And I'll search, you know, Steve guy in quotes. And then I'll respond to people. Man, that shit was so funny, man. I had a great time with that. that It's funny because I was just thinking about I now because I started doing TikTok and stuff and like Mm. and I just today before coming here Mm -hmm. I mapped out this whole like video element to doing it or like having the iPad (laughs) so like now I can read them and show it and do this stuff yeah but that's that is one of my favorite things to do on Twitter is uh, Steve Guy tweets. That was funny. Was oh yeah. Good. All right, um, Bruce, give him your your IG real quick. <laughs> Yo, um, I'm I'm, I'm at uh, IG at Bruiser Ent. Uh, that's the easiest way to do it, uh, other than Bruiser Podcast. But uh, YouTube Bruiser Podcast, and uh, but main thing is DMST Boys. Um, yes, sir. And we're gonna get going. We're gonna get popping. Um, I hope hope you all like how oh, we yeah, did this dope. audio going yeah, today yeah. or whatnot. But with that being said, I, I would say. Oh, I'll steal Thunder Mo. Sorry about that. Because I was about to uh, end this out. Sorry about that. No, no, yeah, I, I gotta go out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so you good, good, good. Yeah, we good. We good. All right, sorry. No, you good. Dale, give him all your shits. Um, oh, oh, oh. oh Playboy, give him all your shits. Oh, uh, <laughs> he's a fuck you. You know what I'm saying? The cookies, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, but should have ate my cookie. <laughs> I had your cookies and everything. No, at the end of the day, gray sweatsuit. Oh man, excuse me. At the end of the day, man, it's Playboy the DJ, Playboy D-A-D-J. You can find me on Instagram, Playboy underscore James 3. 
You can find me on Facebook under my government. If you know me, then you know me. They know you. And you can find me on all DMST Boy platforms, man. Steve, dope, man. Dope guy. Enjoyed you. Come back again, man. I'm gonna have you back. Uh, dope show, y'all. Peace. I'm Steve, out. Dope guy. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta go sit down at, at the bar. Yeah, man. We gotta sit at the bar, man. For you happy hour, man. Dealer, man. Uh, Dev, give them all your shit. Man, it's big Dev, man. As always, I always say I'm just trying to spread love in a world full of hate. You know, sometimes I piss people off and I apologize. And I love y'all. If you don't love me back, it's cool. My mama do. You know what I'm saying? Like my father always used to say, man, do what needs to be done when it needs to be done, whether you like it or not. It's the real big deal. 216 everywhere. 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 Um, DMST one six at yahoo.com is the email questions comments concerns feedback you want to get our advice some stuff we give excellent Shout advice out. the yes. person who hit us last week said thanks for the for the yeah, breakdown man. last week we had a crazy yeah, breakdown yeah, last yeah, yeah. week get, hit us out for that dating um, advice this girl cheated on with a pregnant woman it was out of control yeah man yeah, you know we, we, give, <laughs> we give excellent advice we read the Bible be, uh, for instruction and counsel before we come <laughs> yes, online, yes. you know, so, and we give you the best answers possible. Yeah, so DMST wants it at yahoo.com. Questions, comments, concerns. Obviously, we'll be back every single Sunday for the live show. The show will be out on Tuesday, which actually is going to be the anniversary of Kobe's death. Yeah, oh, I saw earlier on Tuesday when it drops okay. out. So RIP to Kobe again, obviously. We remember how right. that was last year when that and happened. And GG too. Huh? Mm-hmm. No, say in GG too. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and every, hell, everybody, 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 everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in this week, man. Be, please tune in again that Sunday. Again, the show will be out on Tuesday. All the places you have, ever get your podcast. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, no make sure, make sure y'all keep an eye on the DMST um, YouTube page because yeah. we're gonna start putting some stuff together. We have to get these episodes on YouTube. Yeah, so, right, right, yeah. right, right. Stay, stay tuned. Okay. Yeah. That's it, man. I guess that's pretty much it then. All right, man. The sun uh, It may be cloudy today, but the sun will come out tomorrow. So as long as you are here under the sun, live your, be- your life to the best of your motherfucking ability, man. I am a DJ Brainstorm for you on all social media. That is DJ Brainstorm, the number four, the letter. You <laughs> need to try these chocolate chip cookies, baby. <laughs> we out of this, y'all. Peace, y'all. Peace. Peace. <laughs> well, they got Aaron Rodgers laid out. <laughs>